頭切ってんしゃかい正義がなんだって知ってたげりゃいい終わらないでしちきるんはどこだ縮小して笑った Listening to the Talk Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. And today's episode is a discussional podcast episode. We talk about the news that seems important to us, dive into our community, answer some great questions from our community members, and then say goodbye. So, how has been the man? Last time we had a discussional was what back in December, mid December. Yeah, December eighteenth. Not not a whole lot has been going on. Kind of trying to keep up with all the shows going on right now. Yeah, I'm not doing as bad as I thought I was. <laughs> it's like we had that whole couple weeks of like frantically trying to get caught up for the first impressions after doing deliberations and reviews for fall. And then I'm looking at the list here recently thinking that I'm getting behind again. I'm like, no, I'm actually only about a couple episodes behind on a lot of stuff. So <laughs> I'm not doing as bad as I thought I was doing. It, of course, it's been a little bit more... I guess, difficult to keep up on this stuff, even though it's funny because like you go full time doing this stuff and you think you'd have more time to do a lot of the stuff, but a lot of it's kind of taken up by writing up, you know, videos and recording the videos like five times because I could never get it right. And then editing it and then posting it. <laughs> so even though I thought I'd have more time, I don't. So, but it's been good though, because it, it's one of the kind of benefits to doing, you know, the full time and doing the YouTube stuff is that, I can do, like, regular impressions on shows as they go along, whereas before we kind of kept it to first impressions and reviews. We did we did mid-season reviews after at some point, but then we realized that we were just kind of repeating ourselves three times in a row. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of new challenges. And as usual, I, I appreciate everybody that's been kind of supporting us through all this stuff, uh, our continued supporters through, you know, our podcast, the... Continued uh, support through Patreon, which is fantastic. And then, like I said, all the people that are jumping over the YouTube sphere and helping us out there. I had somebody concerned kind of message me on Patreon talking about, you know, how I gave this whole process a few months. But it's like, it's not so much that I see it exploding in three months, because I know it takes a while to kind of establish yourself. It's more of a fact of kind of seeing that growth is what I'm kind of looking for, because... I mean, after three months, if I don't have some kind of growth, 
kind of have to look for other options. I kind of have to leave this behind and you kind of move on. But yeah, I understand that because the big difficulty we're facing right now is that, yeah, for one, you know, getting, you know, Patreon supporters is insane because, you know, a lot of people are out of their jobs right now. So it's even more appreciated that there's people out there that have that capability. And I don't want people to support us on Patreon that cannot do that. If you don't have a job right now because of obvious reasons don't please don't do that <laughs> but i mean it's a, it's an uphill battle because technically the way i explain it is that people on that listen to podcasts don't generally not all people that listen to podcasts watch youtube and not all people that watch youtube watch or listen to podcasts it's just a they're their own audiences like back in the day when i used to listen to podcasts all the time is because i was you know commuting it was an easy way for me to listen to stuff while i was on the job but I never watched YouTube videos back then. <laughs> but now I watch I watch more YouTube videos and I don't listen to podcasts at all. So I think that they're generally different audiences. And so I can't really expect that the moment I start doing YouTube videos that 10 to 20,000 people that listen to our podcast immediately start jumping onto every single video that we have, but those that do, I I greatly appreciate it and I think I, everybody for our that support that we're getting is definitely um, like I said, very much appreciated at this point. So, yeah, we'll continue to we'll continue to fight and see see where it goes going forward. It's it's exciting. I've been having a lot of fun doing it, and like I said, it, it's been really cool, kind of being able to give my impressions episode by episode basis. I'm kind of currently selecting what shows I want to do that with. I, I know for a fact it's going to be um, Idolly Pride, uh, definitely Wonder Egg Priority. That's been a lot of fun talking about that show. They 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 introduced the, the the pendant from that looks exactly like the Madoka Magica ones. So I'm like, no. Oh yeah, it doesn't necessarily work the same way, but it looks exactly the same. So I I immediately went, no, it's doing that. It's totally gonna go that route. It's gonna gonna go that route. If you know it's going down that route. I seen so, you. Yeah. I seen you went. I seen you went and uh, uh, went ahead and watched uh, Gekio Gekido. Yeah, do you like my impressions on that? <laughs> I, it was about about what I was expecting. Yeah, that's a that's an insane show that it, I I I don't know what to make of it, and 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 I have not caught up, so don't even don't even go into spoilers. I know you you're ahead of me right now. That that doll's gonna kill somebody, dude. <laughs> Yandere robot, dude. He's gonna get it. It's gonna get somebody. Just wait, the eyes of a killer right there. Yeah, that's been that's been a lot of fun. I, I think the 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 craziest has definitely been probably the Promised Neverland because that went original. So there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks going around that show right now. So that was I I recorded my my thoughts on that whole situation and I'll be posting that probably today of this recording, which is um Thursday, so probably by Friday, which you probably hear this. <laughs> We have a lot of things that are dating this podcast right now because our first topic is that uh, the Anime Awards is happening tomorrow as this recording, the 19th. So just reminding people to to check that out and have fun with it. Your favorite anime is probably not going to be in the list. Just celebrate anime with everybody else. That's all I have to say to people. <laughs> not that I'm defending the choices. I'm just saying don't go harassing people because of what's chosen. Because... Like I, I tell everybody all the time, my favorite anime are nowhere in that list. 
and I'm a judge. So it tells you that the judges themselves don't always get what they want. Just the... Yeah, I'm just going to stop talking. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> just the really easy to access animes. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Anything else, though? I, I actually started up uh, Ultima Online again. I finally found something for, for me and the other brother to play together. And... Uh, I don't think he's liking it so much though, because they, they've they've gotten it's gotten so itemized and or the itemization has been so crazy in that sh- that game that everything pretty much kills you unless you have really good gear. So he's he hasn't been really enjoying it too much, but we'll see. We're macking up our characters to get him more stronger and see if he enjoys it. Then got yeah, our, yeah. our got our old plot from back when we used to play. <laughs> I, I had a random hair and pulled out uh, Xenogear, Xenoblade uh, Chronicles two, and so I was I was uh, enjoying enjoying that you know going through and uh, uh, pretty much just fast tracking just speed running most of the the stuff and going through only on the mostly just the bosses so I've been having fun doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's all cool. Cool deal. We played Kakarot for a little while there, uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. That's the controls in that game suck, but it was it's a cool looking game. Really, really fun. Being able to actually make Gohan kick butt, even though in the show he just whines all the time. <laughs> the Gohan we all wanted that we never got. <laughs> Cause you can't you can you can over level the stuff in that game if you want to. So it's been it was it was pretty fun though. But like I said, we got kind of sidetracked with Ultima Online, so we'll probably play in that for a little bit longer. Until he gets bored of it. <laughs> It's hard to find games that he actually wants to play. <laughs> but yeah. We're almost we're almost finished with all the Dragon Ball Z as well. We started watching through Dragon Ball Z after watching GT and Super and or like uh the Frieza fight. So that we're we're nearly caught up on that one. Then I have to find something else for him to watch. I I tried to get him to watch My Hero Academia thinking that he'd enjoy that, but you know, that kind of lost his interest pretty quickly. Uh, try to get him to watch Demon Slayer. That didn't work out. It's hard to find something that he enjoys watching. But he'll sit down. That's dubbed. <laughs> That's dubbed. Because <laughs> he only watched dub shows, so. Which I, I can stomach. if it, As long as he'll watch it, I'll stomach a dub. <laughs> even though I even though I have my aversions to dubs. That's, that's, that's pretty much it. Kind of, uh... I haven't logged into Fake Grand Order in forever. Somebody called me out on Twitter asking what's going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh haven't logged into the Crossing Void in forever. And I'm just struggling to get my daily stuff done in, in Genshin Impact. So I'm pretty much done with mobile games at this point. <laughs> yeah, my, I, mean, I, I, I definitely go after Hutao when she comes out, but yeah. Yeah, I deleted I deleted all those off of my system. The only th- things that I've got left are Genshin Impact, and I'm basically coasting on that right now. I haven't, I'm not really logging in, and and it really sucks because I just dumped a whole bunch of money on uh on just dumped it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I I had to have her. I it was it was one of those that I kept going. No, no, no. I can hold off. I can hold off. I can hold off. And then suddenly it was like. No, I'm only. I only have one shot at this, or at least until the next time they randomly decide to bring her back. And the way it looks right now, it's what one month per banner, so it's 
good luck knowing when the next time she's going to pop up. And I really yeah, wanted her. There's so. like two weeks now, seems like, because they just switched over to to uh, Kachin. And then I think after yeah, her, I was, it's supposed to be Hu Tao. I was debating on her. Um, Hu Tao, is, which one is that one? That's the new one, the the kind of... She seems pretty crazy, like like a dark Yonderish, not Yonderi like a Yonderi character, but kind of darkish character. She's the one that uh, I was telling you about that uh, Chi Chi doesn't like because she keeps trying to bury her because she's she works <laughs> for the other uh, um, uh, graveyard or funeral home, whatever. So she keeps trying to bury Chi Chi because she's obviously a zombie. <laughs> She looks pretty crazy though. Um, fire. She's supposed to be kind of like um, what's this last guy that just came out? The, she's the a spear edgy user? boy. No, she's not. A, oh, I think she is a spear user. But uh, instead of so like, we have two spear. She has a healing capability user. to it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have way too many spear. We had like one spear user at the very beginning, and now we have too many spear users. At least, at least it's not as bad as the one-handed sword users, which we have way too many of. So. But yeah, she looks she looks pretty fun though. I haven't seen her combat abilities yet. There's some leaked stuff out there somewhere, but I haven't seen any of that stuff. I just see some idle animations and some voice dialogues. That's about it. But yeah, that'll probably be the I I I was trying to get Edgy Boy for a little while there, Mr. Sasuke wannabe, and the banner switched over, so I'll just use that pity cuz I always have to go to pity to get anything in that game. Yeah. I don't know how people pull off the first rolls looking at Chris. <laughs> oh. It's just like it's just like fake grand order. These people that get them on their first rolls, I never do. Unless I I'm like, whatever, I don't care about this character, I'll just throw a ticket at him. <laughs> I'm still I'm still very, very overdue for a weapon. <laughs> oh, that was painful. I think the first time I got a pity roll weapon was just I cried. I had one was yeah. the Amos bow and one was the um the other bow. I've gotten two I've bows gotten, on pity. I've gotten three three in a row. Um the I got I did get the Atlas thing a long time ago. The Atlas uh book for and I put it on uh Klee, but yeah, I'm I'm overdue because I've got gotten three uh three of them in a row, so the last battle pass, I accidentally selected the sword. <laughs> I was just clicking through all the rewards, and for some reason, my brain just selected one and hit OK, and I'm like, crap. I don't know that I wanted the sword. <laughs> I mean, I could always use black swords. They're always they're really awesome, but still, it's like, I, I, I think I wanted a caster weapon, and I just, boom, hit it. <laughs> Probably just a spear for Hu Tao. We'll see. There's a lot of, there's a lot of dis- discussion about them moving the game more focused on the power of the weapons kind of leveling out the battlefield. Cause like people, characters like Ganyu are way OP and there's discussions about making the weapons kind of level it all out rather than, you know, buff or nerf characters. And I'm like, the moment they do that, I'm out. Like I, I can't stand games that make you have to get both that that's just ridiculous. I cannot stand it. Like the, the sword online mobile game was like that where you had to, basically be spending your currencies on both summoning the character and summoning their weapon. And if they do that, I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I mean, the, currently the weapons are pretty insane. Some of them are pretty insane, but 
they've never really made it to where you have to get them in order to make them powerful. Like, like take for example, if you had Ganyu, a character that has an insane charge shot for her aim shot. Say you had her character, but you couldn't get the charge, the double charge shot, unless you got a certain bow. That's that's the the comparison there. It's like no, I'm out. <laughs> if you do that, I'm out. But again, that's just that's just speculations. And there's Genshin Impact is horrible with speculations and leaks. They're just you can't believe any of it. So. I think they do that on purpose, honestly. I just think people look at there's stuff. Just, there's, I think there's just too much people le- leaking information and in, in beta yeah. where it's being tested. It's not so much that I think because uh, uh, Mahoyo is banning these people and lost and throwing lawsuits at them. So it's not them doing it on purpose. It's these people that oh, are really? beta testing that are leaking the information when it's being tested. Testing means they're putting it into the game and saying, hey, try this out. And then they go, oh, well, that's way too powerful. Let's change that. And so everybody's going, yeah, this thing's insane, and you're, it's gonna, it's coming up. And then it's like, no, it doesn't, because they changed it because you tested it. <laughs> that's my opinion, though. That's that's how I see it. It's crazy. I don't know. It, it just seemed like it was too too constant. The the stream of leaks. It was like, I mean, I I don't think I've ever seen a uh, a game with as many leaks as this one has. And it's so bad how how vicious they are with the leaks though because like i was watching um ganyu's english say you a lot of the english say you's for genshin impact are streaming on twitch which i think is brilliant i, I would totally do the same thing if i was a voice actor in that game because it's easy views but she that somebody brought up in the chat something about the game some kind of leak and it was sad how insanely scared she sounded like she was like please don't put leaks in the chat it and it essentially what she was saying was please don't talk about leaks in my chat because if mihoyo sees it i could get fired that's how it sounded that she was saying she sounded generally terrified of her job if somebody just talked about leaks in her chat and it's like that's ridiculous how how vicious they've made it seem and how scared these people are to even talk about this stuff. It's like, just let it happen. If it happens, there's no point in getting all, you know, crazy about it. It, it happened. It's going to happen. There's nothing you could do about it. Don't make yourself look like an evil company by going after people so viciously. It's not going to change them being leaked. It's always going to be leaked. Now to their credit, it seems like leaks, like Hutao's footage. There's Hutao footage out there. I can't find it because I'm not. I'm not looking really hard, but I can't find it because it's in like people's private discords that they're exchanging this stuff now because they're that afraid of some the wrong person at Mihoyo finding it and just destroying them. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's like a, it's a game in itself. Leaks in in Kitchen in fact is a game in itself. Uh, anyways, that's that's enough to discussion about what's going on. <laughs> Should probably get into the news because we have way too much of it. And um, unless there's anything else. Nope. No, no. Okay. Our boring lives. Yeah, I've already mentioned the first bit of news. The Anime Awards, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards is going to be on February 19th. Um, I was kind of expecting them to ask if they needed any footage for the awards, so... Apparently they're not gonna. There, it's gonna be a full-on streamed 
event because there wasn't even there's no like I don't even think there's going to be a live audience there. <laughs> it's just going to be all streamed at this point. But it's kind of hoping them to do some kind of you know videos from the judges or something like that. But apparently, I'm not that important, so they didn't do that. <laughs> I'm sure all the other big anti-tubers will probably be on there. Maybe they just didn't yep. know that I'm doing YouTubing now. They had some big one, big ones up there. Yeah, yeah. Cool stuff, though. I, I totally forgot. I, after we did our deliberations, I was going to post a video with my top of 2020 in a video format. So I'll probably record that today and, and post that before the Anime Awards. That way people know what I liked <laughs> and how none of it ended up on the list. <laughs> I think it'll be a fun comparison for people to see what I actually chose that didn't listen to our deliberations podcast and what they ended up choosing. So, yeah, check that out. It'll be fun. We'll probably, uh, I might do a a video on what's decided as well. I think that'll be a fun as, uh, video as well, but we'll see. Um, let's see here. Next bit of news is Horimiya, the manga, is set to end with the Daisuke Higawara March 18th issue. So, for those that are watching the anime right now and are thinking about checking out the manga... Know that it is it is completing. So with the Impress uh, English translation going on right now, I'm sure we will have the completed manga as well here soon that we can check out in case they leave us with a manga bait <laughs> ending, <laughs> which is most likely going to happen because they never complete these things. Uh, Type Moon, they had a an event called the Fate Project New Year's Eve TV Special 2020 event, and by the way. A lot of this news is, like, back in late December and January because we're getting caught up. Sorry for those that actually keep caught up on the news. You're probably going to hear a lot of old news. But as we've mentioned before, a lot of people listen to the discussional podcast to get the news. So we're getting everybody caught up and giving our opinions on things. So it's fine. (laughs) But, yes, the Fate Project New Year's Eve TV special 2020 event announced that they are doing a remake of the Tsukihime visual novel. And they have set to release it on PS4 and Switch in summer 2021. I haven't heard any news on if it will have an English option in there. They have not. I don't believe they've translated Tsukihime yet for English release. So this is a good chance for them to do that. But, uh, of course, we haven't really gotten anything Type Moon officially English translated before. Which is a darn shame because I think Fate Stay Night would probably sell like hotcakes. It's like it, it, when you when you had the whole Fate Unlimited Blade Works insane fandom happen, you would think that they'd be like, "Hey, this is a good time to actually finally translate that Fate Stay Night game and sell it." But no, even even with the booming visual novel market, that though I don't like them, uh, Sekai Project or Sentai Project, Sekai Project. Look, I've I've burned them out of my memory, so I don't remember their name. That's that that one company that shall not be named that did the Clanad one and the Grisaya ones. You'd think of what they created that uh, Type Moon would be all over that, but unfortunately, no. Key has jumped on the bandwagon, which is great, but I guess that's all we need, though. We just need Key on the bandwagon. So yeah, have you ever have you ever looked at anything on that one? I know I, I know I got the series on DVD recently, but I have never actually looked into it. Into Tsukihime. Yeah. Well, you you're you're the one who di- who's who's dived into the Type Moon. I've I've uh, f- from a far distance went. Yeah, I really like the show. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I know it's supposed to be it's supposed to be in the same universe, just not the same like location and stuff. And has like vampires yeah, and stuff in it, so it'd be interesting. I mean, it 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 Tsukihime sounds interesting, but yeah, like like I said, the Type Moon is just I, I while I love I love the concepts of everything that it's br- brought out. It's it's one of those that I I don't I can't I can't allow myself to go that deep into it. I really can't. Well, you can just go. You can just go in the shallow end, like I do. <laughs> that's that's what I try to do. I, I try to be yes. very, very shallow. Um, my feet are on the steps, going. Yes, this is a great pool. <laughs> I can fully acknowledge that, even though I've washed as much as I have, I am only in the shallow end. I can admit that. <laughs> I I probably only have my ankle high in the, in the water. That's how insane no, i see the rest of it you're 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 waist deep i'm i'm no, i'm at the i'm at the stairs near. i'm at the stairs going that's a pretty pool <laughs> i think if you're waist deep you're if you're going if you're going to waist deep you're you've already read the vigil novel and i haven't even gotten that far and then it gets crazier <laughs> from there and then you start and then you start hunting down people that do youtube videos on anything that related to the tight moon area and tell them how terrible they are and how they don't know anything that's when you get to like chest high <laughs> And, and then you go into the deep end when you start jumping out with crazy theories and and theory crafting and Reddit forums and stuff like that. So you you don't you just don't know the measurements right, Chris. It it, it goes further than that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go any near, anywhere near that far. But uh, I respect those that do because they help me figure out things when I don't know what's going on. That's always good. Some really exciting news in the uh, live stream GA Fest 2021. They announced that the uh, Goblin Slayer visual, uh, the Goblin Slayer novel. <laughs> I mean, my mind's in visual novels now. The Goblin Slayer novel is getting a second season. I thought this was already announced. This was crazy. I think when they when the the first season ended, they were talking about another season, or maybe it was because they had like a an end card that said "We'll see you" or "Continuing" or something like that. But at any rate, they confirmed it. <laughs> it's getting a second season. And they released a new visual for it, which looks pretty amazing. So, yeah, pretty pretty excited about that. And I, I haven't really been keeping up. I was reading the manga for a while there, and it's pretty much where I left off the current season. Yeah, I think so. So, it'll be exciting to get new new content after that point. And uh, Chris doesn't care because it's Goblin <laughs> <laughs> It's not as bad as the first episode. <laughs> I haven't read anything that bad since the first episode in in the manga, so it's Yeah, okay. I think that I think that I need to give that uh that show a serious chance. I mean, the if if that was all that was bad, then it is I mean, cuz I there was a lot of it. I I really did like the concept and I liked the um the visuals. I really did. Yeah. But then the same thing could be said about another show in this this season that I won't touch with a ten foot pole. You could just say redo healer. <laughs> you don't have to insinuate it. <laughs> and and it's funny because I was actually considering getting on the bandwagon of talking about redo of healer. But then I seen like you... the comments for everybody that's doing that stuff, and I'm like, no, I ain't gonna touch that. The 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 toxicity that is in anything talking about that show is insane right now. And I'm like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. And that and that's that's the thing with me is like I almost want to watch it just for the um 
the cultural moment. Does that make sense? It's it not because I want to, because there nothing in me wants to watch that. I don't think it's that big though. I don't know that you could call it a cultural moment. It it's not that important. I don't think. Like it's not hitting the mainstream as much as you think it would. And I think that that's because everybody is aware of it and knows what what kind of what you would be going into. I I and I I don't know how to describe it more than a cultural moment. It's it's I. Because nothing in me wants to watch it, really doesn't. Um, mostly because I know what it is, what what's going to happen. It's basically and I hentai. Know that, yeah, it's it's basically it's, it's, hentai. It's like it's like you would find in any hentai. It's already been done. Yeah, I know, and that, and that's the thing. It's like, but it, at the same time, it's like when I say a cultural moment, it's it's a it's a moment of like. When 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 we go go on and we say stop stop censoring this or stop censoring that, it's like I want to support something mostly because I don't want it to be censored. And at the same time, do I want to support a product that I really don't want to support? And that's the frustration yeah. that I find myself in is not because I like it, not because I want – it's more because I want – to support something that I know that everybody and their mom hates. And it's like, I, you want to support the freedom of it. You don't want to support what it is. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. In a million and a half percent, that is exactly it. I, I don't like it, but, and, and so therefore I want to shun it. But at the same time, it deserves to exist because it, uh, everybody has their voice. Yeah. And I think, I think it's not really, I don't think it's really all that much in the limelight, and that's what's surprising about it. And I think that's mainly, and this is a sad thing to say, I think it's mainly because it's only on high dive. Well, and pirating sources, but legally, it's only on high dive, and I think that's keeping it out of the limelight. If it was on Crunchyroll or on Funimation, it, would, it wouldn't be on Funimation anymore, but <laughs> if oh, yeah. Funimation had licensed it, it would probably wouldn't get to the first ep- It'd probably get the first episode done, but the second episode, it would have been done. That that should have been think, canceled. I don't real think quick. Crunchyroll. I I don't think Crunchyroll would have put up with it either. It, it, well, at this point, no, new, uh, because of their new new managers. <laughs> yeah, the new man. They, they wouldn't have licensed it at this point. And because it, it, here's a good sign for you. Crunchyroll technically already has an agreement with High Dive right now. Whatever's on High Dive will end up on Crunchyroll for the most part. They and might keep not, a show. It's not on there. Yeah. They might keep a show on High Dive specifically just to get the subscribers over there. They've done that before, even though Crunchyroll had that agreement. But for the most part, if it if it's licensed by Sentai Filmworks and High Dive, it'll end up on Crunchyroll because they have that agreement. That show's nowhere to be seen. And so that tells you something. <laughs> that tells you that High Dive was specifically doing that to keep people subscribing to their network. Or Crunchyroll did not want to touch it because of obvious reasons. And that's that's really unfortunate. But at the same time, like I said... It's basically a hentai, and they and there's a lot of hentai shows out there each season that don't get licensed. There's 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 a show each season that we find in the Annie chart list that is essentially a hentai short. We we sometimes talk about it, but for the most part, it it it, it never ends up in the limelight because it's it's a hentai short. It's 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 a weekly release show, just like any other TV show, but it doesn't get licensed anywhere. And it, it's surprising that, you know, like I said, it just doesn't have to be, it doesn't need to be in the limelight. And I don't think it will be just because it's so obscure. And I think people, I think for the most part, people know what it is. 
It's like, are you shocked when you went into that? <laughs> but yeah, I do agree with you. I mean, if, if it was, if it got as, if it got bigger than I think it did, I would probably would have jumped on it just to talk about it. But like I said, when I, the moment I decided to look into it to see if I would, I'm like, no, it's, it's like either, either one side of the comments is, you know, just vicious about any kind of opinion the actual video the content creator says or it's the side of fitting the other side and just it's it's a battlefield in those comment sections i'm like eh, eh, no not worth it <laughs> even <laughs> if it might get me views i'm not i don't even want to bother with it it's not even worth it but yeah anyways what how do we get to here <laughs> how do we get to here um, oh, because of Goblin, Goblin Slayer. Slayer. Yeah, Goblin Slayer. <laughs> so we'll see when Goblin Slayer comes out if it if it gets bad again. <laughs> well, and the, and the, the the funny thing is is that Goblin or that I, I almost want to almost looks seems to me like this should be a reset point where everybody goes. Yeah, we can all agree that that is garbage or that is a horrible hor not not garbage. It, it's it's a horrible horrible show. Um, because of what is in there and then stop and and actually reflect that hey maybe we've been harsh too harsh on all these other shows but i know that there's <laughs> that that requires a little bit of self uh uh self self observation for a lot of people that can't seem to do that and and so it's impossible to get an actual reset point off of this well it's just like a that certain type of neighborhood where, you know, you have a lot of gang violence and shootings and then suddenly you see somebody punch another person in the street and you're like, whatever, you shrug and you walk because it's not as bad as the shootings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. The Goblin Slayer comes out and suddenly it's like, wow, I'm watching Cartoon Network. This is like way, way PG. <laughs> <sighs> And that, and that and that's the thing that, that that when when Goblin Slayer came out, it was like you guys are going way too hard over something that he's not. I, well, even this, I mean, even Goblin Slayer. Okay, I, I okay, maybe we'll, we'll go with it for a, a, a little bit. But then, but Shield Hero, seriously? I mean, come on, guys. Well, that was Th for a different reason. <laughs> that yeah, well, was for a different reason. Really? Are you sure? I mean, we're yeah. we're talking technically slavery uh, in in redo of a Hillary. I mean really messing this person up to the point where they actually become and then force them to be in effective slavery because of mind control. I mean, it's effectively the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm saying Goblin Slayer. The reason why Goblin Slayer was an outburst and, and that was, was completely different things. Because Goblin Slayer was just the the rape that was in it. Yeah. The and that's and why, that's why I said is the whole too, thing... So. <laughs> The, well, the redo here was a lot more stuff, um, but sh you were saying Shield here specifically, and Shield here was mainly the whole patriarchy, matriarchy slavery. thing. Oh, I thought it was because of the whole slavery. Well, the slavery thing, thing so. came later. It was already it was there was already outrage in the first couple episodes. The whole slavery thing didn't come yeah. in until later. Well, a couple episodes later. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it that's why we say is Goblin Slayer was establishing the aspect of what the goblins were and how terrible they were. That and it was. And it sucks because that's what they chose to hit home is like, this is a thing. Look at it. This is why he does what he does. And it, it solidifies why he is so obsessed with goblins. It's because of that first scene that everybody was angry about. That's why he hunts them day and night. And look, it established it. People were outraged by it. 
And now, see, look, now you understand why he is the way he is. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> and the rest of the show is about how he is obsessed with killing them. Watch him kill them because he's stopping them from doing that. And it, the stupid it, thing is... It's is a that, funny thing that, that you same... haven't established that, but no, you can't accept it. And the stupid thing is, is that they tried to do the same thing with Redo the Healer. Why are why is he so yeah. obsessed with raping these pe- these people and destroying them in every way, shape, or form? Well, because they technically did the same thing to him in his previous version, and it's 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 so frustrating that that you can see the tropes, you can see the cliches, and you can go, they're doing the same thing, but because X, it's it's ten times worse. Yes, it's the revenge I get factor. It. It's, I, yeah. I understand it's, it's a revenge factor, but. With Goblin Slayer, it's fun because he's fighting, you know, goblins and there's <laughs> strategy to what he's doing. Watching Redo of Healer is not fun because it's just, watch me do the same thing to humans and have them scream and ask, beg for mercy. It's like, I, I can't, it's and not the same it for me. for an entire episode from what I <laughs> understand. <laughs> so. It's not the same for me, so. Yeah, that, I don't get really, any entertainment that's out really of that. That's really the only... That's really the only reason why I'm, I I just I it, it's one thing that I know that it's there. I it, maybe I could go through it for uh, you know deal with it for a minute, but no. From what I understand, that's dragged out for the entire episode. Not that. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's pretty rough. And from what I understand, there's a lot of stuff that's in the original con the original source material that's even worse than what they showed on the animated yeah, format. That's, that, I heard that too. There was a, a heat pole that I've apparently heard about. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. just in the episode too. Supposedly, there's another episode that's still to come that's going to be even worse than that. That makes that look like a cakewalk, apparently. Well, so, but he, it makes sense though, right? Because he has to one up himself every time he has another situation. Pretty much. That's where that's where the writer has basically put themselves in. Is I have to one up mm-hmm. myself in how I treat this next character. But yeah. Anyways, <laughs> keep going. Yeah, the dog that. girl, the wolf. The, it, was it a? Dog girl or wolf girl? She didn't save save it for me. Didn't make me. I, I didn't. I didn't want to go right. that. And plus, he, he was probably going to do something horrible to her too. So, uh, what I glanced at it, it just seemed like she was um, somebody that's in the same situation he is, where she wants revenge. So they're technically just working together. Oh, they're partnering. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So it works out for you. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Moving on. Stop, stop stop taking us back to Retail Hiller, Chris. <laughs> Had a lot to um, say about it. Sorry. <laughs> next one we have is Shinka no mi Shira Nai Uchi ni Kachigumi Jinsei is to get an anime TV anime adaptation. Uh, the English title is The Fruit of Evolution Before I Knew It, My Life Had It Made. This one, the fantasy anime story centers around Suichi Hiragi, uh, though at the bottom of his of the his school's social pecking order, he and his entire school are upending when are upended when everyone in the school is transported to another world. Suichi finds himself transported into the body of a spider, where he spends the next thirteen episodes talking about how he gets skills. No, I'm just that's so a spider somewhat. <laughs> Shuichi finds himself alone and approached by a gorilla, who instead of attacking him, instead of instead proposes to him. At the moment that Shuichi thinks, I guess a gorilla is fine too. <laughs> they find the fruit of evolution, and when they eat it, their lives are suddenly changed once again. 
I was wondering how they were going to get that, what I see on the cover art manifested, because I see a little uh, gorilla, and it's pointing towards a cute girl, and so apparently he made her evolve. Okay. Sure. And he evolved into a handsome, skinny man. Look at there. How chauvinist. That's not the right word. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> cool deal. We'll see. We'll see what comes from that. I don't really have any other information like release date or or um, studio. So we'll see. We'll see. Sendai Filmworks has announced that they have licensed the Nana TV anime. And they plan to release it in HD. This was kind of exciting when I heard about this. Uh, technically late last month. But yeah, it was... This is a series that I technically have been wanting to watch for a long time. I just have not gotten that round to it for it. <laughs> yeah, that one's... So it's cool to see it's going HD. That one is a big time mark on my uh, list of shame. I have... That one has been uh, high, high on my list of, of shows that I've been wanting to watch. Yeah, it's pretty much in the same boat for me. For those that know this, the story is two 20-somethings seemingly share nothing in common apart from their first name, but a chance meeting on a train bound for Tokyo sets Nana uh, Komatsu and Nana Osaki on a collision course with Destiny. Komatsu, a f- love-at-first-sight dreamer, aims to uh, aims to find enduring happiness in the big city. Osaki, a uh, neo-punk rock vocalist, pursues her burning ambitions of music, stardom, and worldwide fame. As their fates increasingly intertwine, they each chase their dreams until the harsh realities of life in the big city, Tokyo, uh, threaten to tear everything apart. So, yeah. Cool deal. Exciting. Exciting stuff. I'm not sure if it's still available on there, but they previously uh, streamed it on Netflix and Hulu. I might, might see if it's still on there. Or I just wait for the HD version that Sentai hopefully is going to be doing. Cool deal, cool deal. Uh, the February issue of Kodansha's Good Afternoon magazine states that the Ajin demi-human is reaching its climax. <laughs> I gotta get back into that manga. I haven't, I haven't read it in quite a while. But, um, yeah, apparently it's coming to a conclusion, so that's exciting. Well, it's not really coming to a conclusion. The climax can be, can be going on for quite a while, which some mangakas are known to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, TMS Entertainment has revealed a new teaser trailer for the Megalobox 2 Nomad and has actually stated a April premiere. So apparently the spring season will be having Megalobox 2, which is kind of crazy. When was when was the Megalobox 1? That seems like it was like two years ago. And they announced that they were going to have a sequel like right off the bat. 2018. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's surprising. Like I said, they 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 were like pretty quick to say they were going to have another season, and it took forever. <laughs> but the such as such as things are now. But yeah, yeah. That, that's exciting. Hopefully, they have a, a decent story to go into next time. Because I know for a lot of people, it was kind of losing its its luster late in the series. So we'll see. Definitely had a cool art style, though. Loved it. Fans of Hidori Bochi. Kadokawa's no. comic Dengeki Dayo G magazine revealed that Hitori Bochi manga will end in April. So it is coming to conclusion. We will finally get to see if she manages to succeed 
in what her friend challenged her to do. <laughs> I'm kind of assuming they just all go to the same like high school or something like that, and they all get back together, and then it concludes. That's my my predictions for the ending. Unless the manga's already done that. She's if she doesn't get her forever. friend back, if she doesn't get her friend back, I'm gonna be really sad. That stuff made me mad in the anime. <laughs> Her friend situation made me mad in the anime. I'm like, what the hell is she doing? She's gonna make Hattori. She's gonna. She's gonna. She's gonna lose it. Bochi does. Bochi does. Fruits Basket, the final season. They have finally revealed that is going to have an April premiere. So, again, I already thought we already knew this, but it's coming. <laughs> I don't know if they if they announced if it's going to be a single core or two core yet. I hate to say this, but I hope it's a single core. Unless they have some crazy story to get into. I, I just, I think it's dragging out way too long at this point. I think it's dragging out way too far at this point, but that's just, that's just me. Still, still a great series though. Uh, fans of Yukina is a hero, including myself. <laughs> Yukina the hero is getting a anime short. It's going to be called Yuki Yuna is a Hero Churoto, and it's going to be based on Hanayui no Kirameki smartphone game. It's going to be done by DMN Futureworks and Web, uh, Wtoon Studio that is going to be a- uh, handling the animation for it. So, yeah. Cool stuff. April premiere. What are you doing we'll see. for? I, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those uh, it's a short it looks like I mean it's probably going to be cute I'm sure but why is it a based on a smartphone game oh I don't know I mean if it's a short it's that's a little bit more easier to go by on that stuff I mean technically the original stuff was based off of a game too so just gotta hope the writing is solid and the comedy is solid I think for a comedy short, I don't really mind the idea of it being based off something. Is what I mean. Now, if it was a full-length series and it was based on the game, I'd be like, no. But it's going to be food porn. It's going to be food porn. That you means totally Andrew's going gonna to be. hate it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the Emia family worked for me. Come on. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Let's see. My friend's little sister has it in for me. Novel is getting a TV anime as well. Uh, if a girl teases you... That means she likes you. Unfortunately, Akiteru knows from experience that this isn't the case because every girl in, he, he interacts with shows him nothing but scorn. And he's not scorn, uh, scored a single date from it. Luckily, he's more concerned about securing a spot for... Uh, with. He's more concerned with scoring a spot for him and his d- game development buddies at his uncle's business. But when his uncle throws him a condition that he involves playing a the part of his daughter's boyfriend, playing the part as the his daughter's boyfriend. Okay, <laughs> I don't know why this seems like it's written weird. <laughs> Akiteru has no choice but to take it. But will his best friend's sister Iroha, who bullies him recklessly, think of this news? See how that one. See how that one turns out. But yeah, it seems yeah. interesting. Could be fun. Could be fun. For fans of Token Rambu Hanemaru, Hanemaru, sorry, uh, they have a special advance, uh, event that announced that this series will be a film trilogy starting next year. So, 2022. We're already talking about shows for 2022. Yes, there's a few of them in this episode. So, sorry. 
uh, yeah, I couldn't get to that series. It's just a little bit too much Pretty Boys for me, but uh, good on those that uh, want to jump into that one, definitely. Uh, I've been killing slimes for 300 years and maxed out my level has some new news. Apparently, a new PvE released, and they are going to have an April 10th debut, so another spring show for us. <laughs> it's already looking oh. like spring's going to be insane. Takes We've forever been ta- for these shows to come out anymore. <laughs> I was just about to say, it seems like forever ago they announced this was getting an, uh, an adaptation. So, yeah. Good good stuff, though. Aoyuki's going to be in it, which is fantastic. Definitely looking forward to that. I wonder if Maitama's going to be in there, too. Mm, could be. There's there's a couple lollies in there. There's She's known for voicing there. lollies. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Reverroot's doing the animation for it, which Reverroot's been doing all right, so. Good stuff, good stuff. Next bit, the Genius Prince's Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt light novel. It's getting an anime adaptation. Uh, the story for this one is a prince of this this small and weak kingdom strives for only one thing, selling out his country and living a quiet, le- quiet life of leisure. <laughs> Uh, sadly, the greatest obstacle he will ever face is his own genius. As he achieves even uh, ever greater accomplishments, he earns more and more favor with the people of his kingdom, which makes fulfilling his own dreams all the harder. That seems very interesting. <laughs> I I just have like this mental image of this character that's like trying to get rid of it, and then the entire time in his own head is talking about how he can pull something off insanely and gets dragged into situations, and the entire time talking about how he wants to get rid of it all. He, the, it sounds like this is one of those guys. The, this is going to be a uh, works hard strictly so that he can be lazy. This is this is this is brilliant. <laughs> like I said, it, it, this seems like it's going to be all in his head. So, not the the whole thing. The whole story's in his head, but just he's going to be in his head the, whole, the entire time. Yeah, cool stuff. That sounds that sounds fun. Uh, some good news for Crunchyroll, despite <laughs> despite me questioning this whole news. <laughs> Crunchyroll has announced they surpassed 4 million subscribers. From those that don't remember, back in July of 2022, they had just passed 3 million. So they're doing insane. I only joked earlier about I don't know how it's possible because it seems like they just don't get shows much anymore. <laughs> Funimation gets them all. But hopefully this is a sign to Funimation they need to move the entire catalog to Crunchyroll. That way I don't have to deal with Funimation apps and website. I I I would much rather deal with the Funimation app right now. I I my Roku you are can't nuts. connect. You are absolutely Roku, nuts. My Roku literally well, will not connect to their server. Well, I don't care about your Roku. Server. I care about my Apple TV. <laughs> they will not connect to the server. Period. Won't do it. It, it all it does is it pops up. It and it worked for for about a week and then so, now it suddenly it pops up. And then it says trying to connect to server can't connect. Period. Okay, let's come That's to a, let's let's come to let's come to let's come shh, shh, shh. let's come to a a middle ground here. Why I not? I hate the Funimation app too. Why I'm not just both? Why not? I, both? I can go with that. I can go with that, that. way. When but, I get on the Funimation's app and it refuses to play an episode of a show, I can go try the Crunchyroll app and see if it works there. Right? And then when you That's go to Crunchyroll app. <laughs> <laughs> and when you go to the and when you go to the Crunchyroll app and it refuses to connect to the server, you can go to the Funimation app and try it. That's that's how it should work. And and I, y- y- 
You you got see this is if 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 Crunchyroll or Funimation is listening, guys, you have no clue. This is the reason why you have a hard time keeping people going. I know you guys think you got it in the bag, but really, you guys have got to get this crap fixed. This is now, that, absolutely beyond wrong. And I agree. That's that's the scary part at this whole situation. Even though we do joke, this is the scary part of a company that thinks they get too big for their own britches, and then they start thinking they can start slacking off in certain regards. Because that's the first point in which you'll start having that decline is the moment that people get fed up and walk away. And even though you've gotten, a, I mean, let's all be honest. Why did they reach four million? Why did they reach three million? There's a certain situation right now where a lot of people are at home wanting to watch stuff. And that's yeah. why you're surpassing. You're not surpassing these these milestone points because people love you. <laughs> and if you get ahead of yourself and you think this is going to stick, you're going to be sorely mistaken. Because a lot of these people, when they go back to work well, and stuff, your subscribers are going to go down. And to keep those people sticking around, you need to fix your stuff. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to put it plain and simple for you guys. World of Warcraft. Keep pushing your your users and see what'll happen. I I I don't mean to be mean, but this is the simple. They were living the high life, and now they're struggling to keep themselves afloat. Oh, Blizzard in general is struggling. Blizzard right in now. general, yeah. So I mean, it's it's if if you think you are too big to fail, you have another thing coming to you. Um, yeah, you've, you've got Sony backing you right now. That's, that's, that's all fine and dandy, but you might want to start thinking about your customers just being simple. Um, I, I literally, I, I, you have no idea how I, I should not have to get on my iPad, find the show that I want, send it to my Roku and then hope amongst all hopes that it works. Because, yes, it literally, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I should not have to randomly hook up a big old long 20-foot HDMI cable split (laughs) off of my PC onto my TV. I have a Roku app. I should be able to work it. And no, Apple TV is not the option because Andrew has just as many problems, if not more problems, on his Apple TV. I thought I'm... Yeah, my problems with the Apple TV is the Crunchyroll require me to log in every time I open the app, <laughs> and then with Funimation, get, it's like I don't the episodes not even playing, and the fact that like every time you're scrolling through, you know, shows, you select a show, and then you go to go down to watch an episode, and it shoots your your cursor over to the side menu for some reason, or you go to hit the play button for some reason, it shoots you down to the add and remove from queue. Like it really wants me to remove shows from my queue, and I don't know why. <laughs> And no, Funimation, you're not you're not immune from this because I have more subtitle issues than you would want to know. I one I I will I will load it up, watch probably through the first three minutes, then I have to restart the entire episode because it loses its its place for whatever reason. I have to restart it. Then, if I'm lucky, it'll go it, it'll be synced up is really annoying and then and that's if i'm lucky and there actually is subtitles because for whatever reason the other day it messed up my entire roku 
So I couldn't get subtitles on anything. And that was really annoying. And yes, I do. I have singled it out to Funimation's app was the problem there because uh, all the other what uh, all the other apps were doing just fine. It was only Funimation for whatever daggum reason. Yeah, got to fix it. Destroyed. Stuff. Really I bad. had to restart the entire Roku to get subtitles to work again for whatever reason. <laughs> it's crazy, very much so crazy. Well, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I I really do hope. I do hope that. Well, that's like I said. I really do hope that at least if they kind of combine their minds, if they do, that they can fix I, and, stuff. And, it, and, and the we'll frustrating see. thing is, the frustrating thing is, is we have been absolutely avidly defending these companies. I, if 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 this does not give them the 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 hint, we've been hinting at it for a long time. That look, you guys have got to get this stuff fixed. You got to get get start taking your customers seriously and now it's like i'm i'm just sick of it i i i'm i'm done defending you guys you guys you, you're losing your last uh friends for a lack of a better term <laughs> well that, that was the frustrating thing is like early on when people are complaining about the stupidest things like well the navigation on the website's so much better on this other website and like it's not bad i like i i'm fine with the Crunchyroll navigation it's really simple i can get to where i need to get i i watch my show and i get out i don't need it to have freaking coffee ready for me or anything like that and then uh, with the apps it was like they work they're fine of course i never really used the funimation app back then and so we were defending it in that regard and then suddenly i know where it's like i can't defend it anymore (laughs) You're, you're doing terrible at this point so yeah roberts you're staining Crunchyroll now too, aren't you? Get your crap together, Roberts. Um, it's so funny, like all the time on Twitter and social media, I keep getting people like responding to my frustrations with "Damn it, Roberts!" <laughs> like, oh my gosh, we're, we're making that a thing. <laughs> Every time, like, like I was I was watching something on Netflix, and and like suddenly on nowhere, it had that like skip button that popped up on the screen but it wasn't oh. even in the intro the skip button just sat there for like 15 minutes and i thought damn it roberts <laughs> speaking of which i am now on funimation i am literally getting skips it's literally i'm watching a show and i can tell it is literally skipping like two or three seconds worth of show that was that is doing the- that that was doing that to me on the the PS3 app, so they're probably using the same one on Roku as they're using on the PS3 and PS4 app. Because they have that same problem. It would just, it would, the the show itself, like the audio would cut out and it would skip forward or skip back, or skip forward rather. No, I mean literally, bl- uh, it, it's not a blinking, it, it, it's literally, you know, like if, if, if a person was walking across the screen, it would be jumping from the this side of the screen to the other side of the screen. Things like that, where you can literally tell they're skipping like two or three seconds worth of show. Does the audio cut? The whole thing cuts. It's not just the audio. It's literally. That's what I'm saying. That's what was happening on the PS3 and PS4 app is they would do both. One, one, it would, the audio would cut out every now and then. And also every now and then the, the entire footage would jump forward. Like somebody just hit yeah. a, another, another spot in the scan board. They, they skip forward with the, with a scanning or yeah. whatever. Like if I had skipped forward, and, and yeah. it's not it's not just the audio. I've not heard just the audio skip yet, I, and that's that. Maybe that it wasn't skipping something it was in my out. future. <laughs> that might be was, something in my future that I'm going to get a skip of the audio. So 
No, it was just cutting out. But yeah. All right, we got to move on. We have way too many news to go through <laughs> to rant about this again. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba manga is to get a second season adaptation this year. So 2021, we're not talking 2022 like everything else is talking about. But uh, yeah, it's going to be covering the Entertainment District arc. So hopefully by the time that season comes out, we can possibly get, you know, some kind of streaming or pay-per-view of the movie please Funimation Aniplex of America please maybe that'd be cool thank you cool yeah anyways <laughs> I really do want to watch the movie I I, I, I need my I, like I said I keep trying to get the other brother to watch Demon Slayer just because I want to watch it again so I need my fix at this point uh, yeah so we talked about this a couple times but yes uh, the staff has been revealed for My Senpai is Annoying TV anime adaptation. Again this is the one that is being done by Dogo Kobo. But uh, if you guys are interested in checking out the staffing and everything for it, definitely jump into there. They have Ryoto Ito who did uh, the directing for an episode in Sing Yesterday for Me Ping Pong and I caught uh, I caught two stars. And um yeah. Uh, the I really can't. Dr. Stu and can't, Composer can't. is going to be doing the music for it, which that doesn't make any sense, but we'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> I really cannot wait to watch this. It, is, it looks so fun. I can't wait. Yeah. Igarashi is a hardworking young office lady. Takeda, the senpai above her at work, annoys her constantly, and yet she finds herself growing closer to him. Every day is filled with comic mishaps and romantic moments as Igarashi tries to balance work, life, and love. This full color manga, which stated to be started off as a web comic, is uh, sure to charm audiences' workplace. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> it's sure to charm audiences of workplace comedies like Akritsuko. I hope this is nothing like Akritsuko, and I don't think it is. But sure, let's make that comparison. Seven Seas. <laughs> If you like Dr. Suko, please watch this. I, I know I know that is a there's a marketing way that I know that in marketing you like to draw comparisons because it pulls in audiences from other fandoms. And obviously Agretsuko was pretty dang popular at the time. But please don't draw the comparison. Like I'm fine with the the comparison to the office. Like I'm fine with that one seven C's, but not Agretsuko. <laughs> Anyways. It's fine. Yeah. They, they're going definitely for like a contrast between the two characters, and it's pretty cute. So we'll see. Uh, the official Twitter account for It Invaded has posted a teaser with the text reading, They Will Return. And the tweet also states that uh, it will be coming soon. And I'm super, 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 super excited because I really did like It Invaded. So I'm glad to see that it's going to have a continuation and uh, for those who don't know, this is the one that was uh, written and directed by Ia uh, Aoki, who is a director that I'm very fond of, did Recreators, I'll Know a Zero, and Fate Zero, so he's a fantastic director. Did they ever figure out how to say his name? Is it Ia Aoki? Ia? Ia? How do you, how do you pronounce E-I? Ia? Or A-I? Ia Aoki? Would that be right? Aoki? Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. Okay. I was like, help me here, Chris. I keep saying it, you're not helping me. Well, I was trying to get to the tr- trying to get to the thing so I could see the spelling. His his, his name is like uh Rinji Murata, where like I, I keep saying it wrong 
and it makes me sad because I love him so much. <laughs> it's the same for Aoki. It's like every time I say his first name, it's like I, I, what um, E E Aoki. <laughs> so yeah, anyways. yeah, it would be it would be A E A E yeah A E Aoki. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll forget that next time I say his name, no doubt. Because like I said, I think I, I I think I try to figure it out every time I say his name. But cool deal, though. I, I could like be, I said, it could be an I. No, it's yeah, no, no, it and there's probably some weird, some weird way he actually wants it pronounced. Just like Rinji Murata is technically not how it's supposed to be pronounced or something like that. Yeah, cool deal though. I like I said, super excited. Love it invaded. Cool deal. Uh, next one we have is Shinkoshoto's direct the Executioner and her Way of Life novel is getting an anime adaptation, and this one is the Lost Ones are wanderers who come here from a distant world known as Japan. No one knows how or why they leave their homes. Uh, the only thing that is certain is that they bring disaster and calamity. The duty of exterminating them without remorse falls to Minoo, a young executioner, when she meets Akira. Uh, Akari, it seems like just another job until she discovers it's impossible to kill this girl. And when Minoo uh, begins to search for a way to defeat his, this immortality, Akari is more than happy to tag along. So begins the journey that will change Minoo forever, in addition to being an intriguing addition to the ever popular isekai genre light novel. Yuri storyline. <laughs> blah, 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 Yuri. Um, yeah. I like the art style of it, definitely. I'm not, I'm, I hope that they can actually capture that art style, which I completely doubt they will. But we'll see. Yeah, looks like fun. Uh, interesting storyline, though. It sounds like people that come from Japan to this other world get killed by this executioner. Like, is that a oh, thing? Is like, that what's you, going on? People are getting, like, brought to this world, get powers, and... The world doesn't like that, so they have executioners get rid of them. It says, The Lost Ones, wanderers who come here from distant world known as Japan. So these are people being isekai to this world are called Lost Ones. You're no right. one knows how or why they leave their homes. Don't even know what that sentence means. <laughs> the only thing that is certain is that they bring disaster and calamity. So when they come, like uh, this is what my imagination is. They come from this other world, from Japan, to this isekai. They have power, so they cause calamity. And the duty of exterminating them without remorse is this character, who's an executioner. And this new girl, Akari, is going to be one of these isekai, but she can't defeat her immortality. So, well, the no one, no one knows how or why they leave their home. That's no one knows why they're coming here. Is basically what they're saying. It's so when they're saying home, worded. they mean home in Japan. Yeah, kind of what I thought, but it just sounds weird. So yeah. it sounds interesting. Yeah, that's that's kind of the funny thought is like whenever you do watching a Sekai show, they always go to this other world. They have like superpowers and they're insanely OP. What if there was like <laughs> this like this keeps happening and they're angry about it, <laughs> so they finally get somebody to kill them. <laughs> but yeah, I, I that that that's I, that's why I think it's probably going to be a thing where these people get Sekai here and they're super OP and they just cause calamity. Which was is going to be the only way they can have this main character be an executioner to them and not be like, wow, I don't really like this main character. But, um, yeah, cool deal, though. Uh, Shinko Shoto, who did that one, is also getting, had another one of their light novels get, uh, 
a TV animation as well, which is The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest light novel, which is going to be adapted by JC Staff. So two works by this one that's getting getting adapted. And that one is his strength is limited by the magical crest on which is um, on, with which he was born. Matthias, the world's most powerful sage, decides re- decides reincarnation is necessary to become the strongest of all. Upon his rebirth as a young boy, he tells his parents what his name is going to be, which is Matthias. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm pulling from another show again. Uh, Upon his rebirth as a young boy, Matthias is thrilled to discover he's been born with the optimal crest for magical combat on his first try. Uh, didn't have to re-roll his character too many times. Unfortunately, the world he's been born with uh, into has abysmally poor standards when it comes to magic, and everyone thinks that he is marked for failure. Uh, now it's up to Matthias to prove everyone wrong. World's strongest sage style. No, somebody yeah. else did the did the have to re re roll thing. He had to click 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 click, and 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 then he finally got ninety nine. Finally, finally got the gotcha roll that he wanted on the first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, congratulations to Shinko Shotos for having two adaptation apparently coming up. Uh, I think we finally got the nail in the coffin for Amazon Prime. They have uh, they are removing anime at this point. <laughs> Uh, the current ones that have been uh, removed is Scum's Wish, Yuki Yuna as a Hero, Just Because, Eromanga Sensei, and The Great Passage, which kind of bums me because unless Great Passage is somewhere else, I was actually wanting to watch that one. Never, but never, never got that round to it for that one either. But I know Scum's Wish is on uh, High Dive, so that's okay. Uh, Yuki Yuna as a Hero, I think, is on Crunchyroll. I could be wrong there. Just Because and Eromanga Sensei, I know those ones I think went to Sentai as well. And I don't know, maybe maybe the Great Passage went over to High Dive as well. I know somebody got the Great Passage. I forget. Maybe it was maybe it was Netflix. Stream the Great Passage. No, I don't see it popping up. I thought somebody did, but yeah. Unfortunate. I I don't really like the idea of. I mean, let me correct how I say this. <laughs> I'm not against Amazon doing the anime thing now more than ever, because we need competition for, uh, especially Sony, but, and cause we feel that Netflix is just doing their own thing. They're not necessarily going for licenses and properties. So it is nice to have another person in the game. I don't think that Sentai Filmworks and high dive is, is trying too hard, but yeah, I do want them in the game. I didn't like a lot of their services. They had a lot of issues with, finding shows and subtitles, but, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully, hopefully somebody picks up a lot of these shows. I know that, I know that Sentai, Sentai Filmworks has been doing a lot of pickups. Crunchyroll has been doing a lot of pickups. I know they got Oni Hay over at Crunchyroll. So there is, there's a lot of pickups happening, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think that was the only one was Oni Hay that was announced. Yeah, Oni Hay and the prequel OVA Crunchyroll picked up. That was pretty cool. Watch, watch! Suddenly, everybody starts uh, raving about Oni Hay and how awesome it is. <laughs> you totally know it's going to happen. <laughs> totally know it's going to happen. We're just standing on the side with like our 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 dust and and cobweb covered signs that say <laughs> "Watch Oni Hay" that's sitting next to us that we used a couple years a few years ago. Yeah, I can see that. 
An anime adaptation of Dorm Mother of the Goddesses Dorm confirmed to be a television series. So this was a series that, or this was an adaptation that was announced that was not confirmed what the actual format it was going to be, but they have confirmed that it is going to be a TV adaptation. So they will have multiple episodes for it. But yeah, that one, uh, that one might be questionable. <laughs> the story's in and around a 12-year-old boy, Koshi Nagumo, who finds himself homeless, penniless, and without relatives to care for him. As he lies on a street, he picked up. Uh, he gets picked up by some. Uh, he gets picked up to become the dorm mother of a dormitory full of troubled women's university students, surrounded by idiosyncratic and difficult older women. Koshi begins a slightly etchy new life. Of course, a twelve-year-old boy hanging out with a bunch of hot chicks, just so he can be a ditherer. I sounds don't understand like, why does she almost, keep why does she keep rubbing up against me? Sounds almost like that. Uh, what was the the one where he had a, like a million and a half maids? Oh my gosh, I'm blanking on. I know what you're talking about though. Tenth compilation of the tales of wedding rings included a message that the story will continue for just a little longer. Are you keeping up on this one? Oh yeah, I I I wish I I love it so much. <laughs> Yeah, I stopped reading it like a year ago and maybe two years ago, actually, at this point. <laughs> it seems like it may have been longer than that. But yeah, he pretty much got the whole group together at some point and I, I just kind of fell away from it. He like fought, I think he fought the Demon Lord and got his butt handed to him. As I think that's where I left off. But yeah, I kind of want to get back to that one. It's pretty fun. Uh, let's see here. Shuffle Game has been removed from Steam due to the end of publishing agreement. So it's kind of unfortunate. But um, I haven't really checked out the light, uh, the visual novel for that one anyways. But still kind of sucks to see a visual novel drop out. Hopefully somebody picks that up and they release it some other way. But yeah, just be advised. I think they said that you could, if, you still per- if you purchase it, you can still download it and continue it. But it's just not going to be available to buy anymore. Still, there's still the show, though. You can watch the show. I enjoyed the show. Uh, Tensei Kinja no Isekai Life Light Novel is getting an anime adaptation. This will be done by Studio Reverut. So, another Isekai show incoming. <laughs> Shadow House TV anime is set to premiere in April, which we've talked about this one before. I like the art style. Looks interesting. Uh, season 2 of Bofuri has been... Uh, scheduled to air in 2022. So Andrew still got another year before he has to suffer through that show again. <laughs> uh, I know Chris is going to be excited for this next one. Sorry, Demo Ayumu wa Yoshi Tekuru Tekuru uh, manga is getting an anime adaptation. And of course, this is the one that is from the same mangaka that did uh, TZ Master Takagi-san. So, yep. It didn't, I, take I, lo- I, it didn't take them long to jump on this to adapt it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, Teasing Master Takagi-san did pretty well, so let's let's jump right on it with this one. Yeah, I I, I can't wait. I I really do want to watch it. And this is the one that is, um, where was the what was the synopsis? Uh, the manga camera. Uh, blah, 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 blah. The romantic comedy story centers around Shogi, a Japanese variant of chess. Uh, that was that's it. That's the synopsis. Is that all you have? 
Anyways, it looks cute. Love their art style. So, cool stuff, cool stuff. A new visual has been released for To Your Eternity. Um, has revealed that it's going to be premiering in April 12th. So, another spring show. <laughs> another spring show. And, of course, that is the one from the Raker of A Silent Voice is uh, To Your Eternity. I'd, I I think I've said before, but I wasn't a huge fan of the To Your Eternity, especially coming off of how insanely much I loved A Silent Voice. But it's interesting, and I'm, I'm curious to see how they adapt it and if it'll if it'll be better in an animated format rather than a manga. So, yeah. Visual Arts and Keys president Takahiro Baba teased in a blog post that he's they are planning on a collaborative anime project with partners. Uh, they have one currently scheduled as a uh, Summer Pockets game, which is based on a mobile game, I believe. Uh, they also have a new anime and key-related anime project, and they have more announcements coming soon this year. So, An announcement of announcements. I don't know why I put... I usually avoid announcements of announcements, but I ended up doing it anyways. <laughs> Whenever I see an announcement of announcement, I'm just like, eh, I'm not going to... I'll skip. But it's key, so I have to talk about it. I'm always excited for key stuff. A uh, new PV has been released for the anime adaptation of Koito Yabu ni wa Kimochi Warui. And uh, this one, the English title is It's Disgusting to Call This Love. Hanakyo Maid, by the way. Is that what you've been, is that what you've been quiet? You've been looking that up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like it, though. Uh, dead, Dead Demons Destruction manga is reaching its climax. Did I get enough Dididididids in there? I think I counted them. No, I don't think so, but I I wouldn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to listen to it in the recording. Did I get it? Yes, I got it. But yeah, that's um that's cool. It's cool. And again, I'm I'm always kind of excited to hear when when source materials kind of reach their climax cuz I'm always afraid of stuff that not does not. I don't like to get into source materials unless I know there's going to be a conclusion. Unless I'm really into it like Norgami or something. Uh Peach Pit is pinning a new Shugo Chara short story, which that's pretty exciting. They're debuting it in March 3rd edition to celebrate the duo's 20th anniversary. So, I like Shugo Chara. Always up for more of that. Uh, the Dukes of the Duke of Death and His Maid manga is getting an anime adaptation by JC Staff. And this is interesting, uh, particularly because when I checked out the trailer... I was like, oh, hey, they're using high score girls' uh, artwork and, and uh, animation style. So, that's... <laughs> I don't know if I'm I'm okay with that, because I, I honestly didn't like that high score girl was made in the, in the style and CGI that it did, but they got progressively better with it. But even still, like, with this particular PV... <clears throat> But even still, with this particular PV for the Duke of Death and his maid, you still see that roboticness that I don't think they ever got over. And so I'm not I'm not completely thrilled with the idea of them using that that styling again. But I don't know. I, I, technically, I'm, with High Score Girl, I, I I kept with it because I loved it so much. I love the story. I love the characters. I don't know that I would have stuck with it if it weren't for that. I it, it it's one of those things that that is kind of 
um, it's a mixed bag. It's it's like I I hate it. I think it looks d- stupid, but <laughs> at the same time, it's like I know that you have to go through a certain level of growing pains to get to the the point where it's it's worth its time. It's like. I is is the group that did Babuki Baronki is they are they even trying to do anything anymore? Um, I think they're just doing regular standard animation. No, I think they're I think they're doing other stuff. I don't know. I, don't, I forget. But no, I I understand the idea that eventually they kind of get their own. I guess they get the kinks worked out, and they get to that point where they can actually start doing it properly. Um, yeah, they haven't really done much CGI stuff. Oh, no, they did the Bang Dream second season. That's right. I totally forgot about that. Sands again? Sands again, yeah. Yeah. Bonky Bronky. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like I said, I, maybe, I understand the maybe Bang Dream. Maybe Bang Dream was the thing that kind of <laughs> was the final nail in the coffin for him. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't that far back. That's ago. frustrating. But, I mean, that, that was the frustrating thing is I wanted to give... Bang Dream second season as tried because I enjoyed the first season and I knew that was Sans again and I liked Babuki Bronki, but it was just that show had its own problems with way too many characters it was focusing on versus the first season was just the main cast. The second maybe season doing, was like they were all over the place. Maybe these so, are movies that they're doing because it, it looks like they've they're scheduled out for two things coming out this year and something coming out next year. I don't I don't know which one you're looking at, but yeah, like things like they've done a lot of help work as well. Uh, let me guess, let me put this as start date. They've got uh Bang Dream Yoka show uh There's coming out Bang in 2021. <laughs> Bang Dream of Bang Dream stuff. Yeah. Uh Song Song I Am is this year and then Popping Dream is next year. Well, a lot of those are like probably just music videos and stuff. It's either that, that that's what I was saying, either that or movies. So well, they're, yeah, they're listed as movies. And it, no doubt they probably just had like this bang dream live stream where they went, Yeah, we're doing a movie for them and a movie for them and a movie for them. Like we have all these all these groups in Bang Dream. Let's make a movie for each one of them. So yeah. They're making money off of that Bang Dream, I'm I'm sure. Like even if I had my issues with the second season, they're probably making bank off Bang Dream. Well, they did Miss Monochrome. Which, again, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with them, you know, being successful in that. And I do agree with you in the idea that eventually they'll get that craft worked out. I mean, the same, it was the same way with um, uh, the company for uh, Polygon Pictures. I mean, they're they're getting progressively better with their artwork. And they're they're getting rid of that stiffness that's in their, their animation, for sure. We'll see, though. Cool stuff. Ooh, they partnered with Mill Pins. I forgot about that. Tokyo Mew Mew live stream or Tokyo Mew Mew new live stream <laughs> has announced the main cast for their new anime. I, I only really kind of bring this up. I'm not going to really go through every single person that ends up passing their their auditions, but more of the fact that this kind of solidifies that this is actually going to happen. <laughs> so I'm super excited of the idea of them doing a new Tokyo Mew Mew because I that that's that's my say there moon is Tokyo Mew Mew. I liked. Well, actually, technically, uh, Carcaptor Sakura was my my Sailor Moon, but I love Tokyo Mew Mew too, just as much. So that's exciting. That's exciting. 
the rework the reuse work is never done. Light novel has ended its last arc. So that one's coming to a conclusion as well. Exciting stuff there. Hopefully nobody spoils the ending for everybody else. <laughs> uh farewell, my dear Kramer. TV anime is getting a new character trailer in April and it got a new character trailer and an April 4th premiere date. So exciting stuff there is immediately when I'm watching that trailer heard Ao Yuki. So that's exciting <laughs> immediately on board. But, uh, and we might've heard that we might have known that from, uh, the previous announcements from farewell, Derek Kramer. Cause of course this is one that we were keeping an eye on because it was from, uh, the creator was now she who, uh, did your line April. So exciting stuff. Definitely, definitely see it in its art style. Uh, the movie has been delayed, however, which adapts the prequel manga. So I'm interested to see how that handles that. If the prequel story was technically released later, so it doesn't matter that it doesn't get released before the show does. Which, anyways, even if even if the movie was required, we'd still be watching the TV show first because we don't get movies for an entire year. But, yeah. Cool stuff. Excited to hear more Yaoyuki. Yep, yep. Let's see. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid anime is finally... It's, it, it apparently is finally premiering. We'll see, though. And, of course, the... Yeah, I... I I don't I, I don't want people to get me wrong. I understand why it's been delayed. Don't get me wrong. There's two major reasons, but uh of course COVID was the recent issue. Of course, previous to that was QAnnie's fire that had the arson broke uh incident. But yeah, we miss you, Kyoto Animation. We'd love to have you back. Looking forward to this. Do, if you do need more time, please take it. But super excited to hear you guys come back. Do we know if they actually got the or if they're doing the second season? Because I they don't are. see anything in here. I don't see anything in here that says that they are. Oh, they there are. it is. Of Kyoto and a, I got you. It's up there at the top. That's cool. That'll be well, a of course nice they've, they've technically comeback. been doing them. They've technically been doing the uh, the movies for. Oh my gosh, uh, Violet Evergarden. But this will be the first kind of comeback for us that are just watching anime series and can't access all the movies. <laughs> so. We miss you, Kyoto Animation. Hope you guys are doing well. Please, please take your time, and we're excited to have you come back, for sure. Let's see, Nice Sidonia, which I was just talking about with Polygon Pictures. <laughs> uh, the new trailer has been released for Nice Sidonia's anime film. Uh, this is opening on May fourteenth. If it doesn't get delayed like everything else does in theaters. <laughs> Um, and of course, for those who don't remember, this is a new film that takes a different path than the Knights of Zidonia manga did, and it will feature a brand new story that is supervised by Nihei, who is the creator of Knights of Zidonia. And uh, the film will have a returning cast, so. Exciting stuff. I, 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 in, I enjoyed the ending. I hated the last page. <laughs> so, hopefully he doesn't do like he did with the manga and have that last page that ticks you off but we'll see i'm excited though i kind of i don't know i i this is kind of a similar situation as the whole promise neverland thing where i i'm upset because i'd like them to actually adapt the manga the original source material that i read but at the same time excited because hey i'm getting something different 
and I think that's kind of similar to the Promised Neverland. I think it should be for the people of the manga is like, okay, yeah, technically it's not going to adapt what you loved, but it's going to be something different. But of course, the problem with Promised Neverland is they're skipping what's apparently the best arc in the manga. But hey, the manga is always there for you to watch. <laughs> Uh, or read, sorry. A new video released for the world ends. The world ends with you anime, which is setting a April 9th debut. So another spring show. <laughs> oh my gosh, these spring shows. Uh, G Kids is releasing Earwig on, and The Witch on Blu-ray on April 6th. So, and they also have, this apparently is on HBO Max, and I was meaning to go check it out, but. Uh, didn't, could not get the HBO Max app to work. So I guess HBO Max is having problems too, just like Funimation and Crunchyroll. But yeah, exciting stuff. Apparently the first CGI movie for Studio Ghibli, which we hope does not become, it is going to be, it's going to be what they're turning it into. There's no way they're going to stick with traditional animation. This is probably the new, the new studio Ghibli, which is unfortunate, but it is. Yeah, what it is. it's not. It uh, it. I I I really want to see it, um, so that I can feel like I've got an actual opinion on it. But the the just the key art there, I'm not too impressed with. So, you know, if you want to call that a key art, it looks like an album of art. Yeah, and in general, I'm not a fan of the key art <laughs> or the artwork in that show in general, but. I was kind of going to leave it to Studio Ghibli to to prove me wrong. Yeah, that's 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 how that's how I'm I I feel about it is is I really want to see it so that I can actually make an opinion of it. it. Just going off of an artwork is that's like judging a book by its cover. Basically, I I don't I don't I don't believe in that at all. Yeah, I'm gonna skip this next one and we'll probably come back to it later. This is probably going to be more a longer discussion. Uh, Atelier Games Mystery Trilogy gets deluxe edition releases. This is going to include the Atelier Games Sophie, Firis, and Lydie, Lydie and Suede. And it's going to be released on PS4, Switch, and PC April 22nd. So more ways to buy Atelier Games that we don't have the time to play through. <laughs> I, just keep, I keep buying Atelier Games and never playing through them all the way. I finally stopped. I, di- I didn't get I didn't get Thiza two, so I'm doing good. I'm not gonna buy Thiza two until I finish Thiza one. Yeah, I can't Imagine- afford all these games. I really can't. That's the most problem is they're buying them all. It's gonna bankrupt you. Magical Senpai manga is ending in the with the Kandansha's Young Magazine's tenth issue, which was released on February first. So that one has come to a conclusion. Which uh, hopefully they get more anime adaptations of. I, I miss my magical senpai. She was she was great. Uh, the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in a different world as an Aristocat novel gets an anime adaptation in July. This one is being done by Studio, studio Silverlink and Studio Palette. This one is being done by director uh, Masafumi Tamura, who did Misfit Demon Academy. When the great assassin is reborn in another world, he finds himself in the hair of a, the heir to a long line of killers from the shadows, with both his modern day knowledge and experience and the special magic and techniques of this new world. 
he could very well become the most unstoppable assassin in history. So another, I am using modern time science to make superpowers in another world. <laughs> a sacrificial princess and the the king of beasts manga is getting an anime adaptation. This one's a young girl has re- resigned herself to being the uh, being the next sacrifice meal for the beast king, but the king is no mere monster. Love is more than skin deep in this gorgeous fantasy manga. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast manga. Um, which, I don't know, probably was done in Japan first. <laughs> Just like The Lion King. <laughs> uh, my Team Romantic com- Comedy Snafu F- uh, Fest final event for Romantic Comedy Snafu announced that Mage's game will be bundled with the OVA. So, for that Mage's video game they're making out of the snafu series it will come out with a bundled ova hopefully crunchyroll can pick that one up so we can watch it i don't think they've announced what that ova is going to entail probably some goofy side story we'll see uh let's see the blue period manga is getting an anime adaptation um, this one is Yotora is a perfect high school student with good grades and lots of friends. It's an effortless ro- perform- uh, performance and ultimately a dull one. Um, it's a weird... Okay, anyways, I'm, 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 I thought I was reading that wrong, but apparently it just goes right into the, hey, it's an endless performance. <laughs> it's a really dull one. Uh, but he wanders into an art room one day and a lone painting captures his eye, awakening him to the kind of beauty he never knew. Compelled and consumed, he dry, uh, dives in headfirst, and he's about to learn how savage and unforgiving art can be. Why is stuff falling in my room? <laughs> Yuki, did you knock down a keyboard? Okay. Anyways, my dog's distracting me. A uh, new PV has been released for Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagataro, which I'm sure Chris probably is going to love to death. Um, I don't know. I, I think she's absolutely adorable. I love the idea of the kind of the teasing type shows, um, which is when basically is girl that teases the hell out of some other guy. Um, I not too sure if I like a lot of the overly exaggerated, like one eye shrinks, the other eye gets big kind of artwork ideas. But other than that, I think she's adorable. And I love her say you. I think her say you's doing a fantastic job of the, of uh, voicing her, so I'm sure. Is that sure going to be it. the same the same voice voice actress that does the other show? What what's it called? Um, no, I don't, you... I don't know. In the last time I've actually heard her, Sumire Uesaka. Which I mean, we've we've heard her plenty of times before. Oh, I'm sure. That's 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 exciting. Detective is already dead. TV anime has been confirmed. It's going to be done by Studio ENGI. Uh, which studio? This is an exciting bit of news. I'm I'm really really excited for this. But uh, which studio has become uh, began streaming teaser trailers for a new TV anime project? They released uh, two so far. Uh, it's a t- TV project called Vivi's favorite uh, Vivi Flor- Florite Eyes Song. Hope I'm saying that right. Uh, the tagline for the series is the story of how I, Vivi, will destroy my AI self. Uh, the exciting stuff is, of course, this is going to be an original f- by Wit Studio. 
and it's being pinned by uh, Tape Nagatsuki, of course, who did ReZero and the Warlords of Sigdrifa. Uh, so apparently he's not... <laughs> he's going to continue doing some kind of anime original stuff. Uh, they also have Eiji Imahara, who's being uh, listed for it as well, who did the script writing for ReZero. Uh, and they will both be recreating the story and the scripts for the anime. And they've released a trailer. They, like I said, they've released two trailers so far. The first trailer has, like, very, like, Evangelion music playing and visual shots playing. So I don't know if that's uh, on purpose that they're going for that kind of style. But looks very ominous, very interesting. I am really excited to see how this one turns out. So, yeah, super, super excited for that. I don't know if you've looked at anything on it yet. No, not yet. All right. Um, new anime releases are scheduled. We have a listing of Sentai Filmworks shows. They're going to be doing a Blu-ray and digital release of Babylon this spring, which I'm super excited for. I'm glad that we can get a, a physical copy of that series. Uh, they also have Kakakuri Circus. They have re- they're have they scheduling that for spring release. Um, Heroes Mask they picked up from Netflix. But that's fantastic as well. And Laidbackers, they're going to do a release for that as well. Discotech has Lupin III, Elusive of the Fog Anime, and Saint Seiya Classic Movie Collection. Uh, for manga and light novel licenses, we have Viz Media has Nine Dragons Ball Parade Manga. Seven Seas has Happy Kanako's Killer Life Manga, Loner Life, and Another World Light Novel. Desire Pandora Manga, which is a mature manga. Uh, the Masterful Cat is Depressed Again Today Manga. Reborn as a space uh, space mercenary, I woke up piloting the strongest airship. My status as an assassin obviously exceeds the hero's light novel. Skip and Loafer manga. Monster Guild, The Dark Lords, No Good Comeback manga. Discipline, Disciple of the Lich manga, or light novel. Slow Life in Another World, I Wish manga. <laughs> I'm in love with Villainous uh, manga, which actually sounds really fun. Uh, on Mine anthology manga. Does a hot elf live next door to you manga? Uh, Funimation has a couple of dub announcements, which include Jobless Reincarnation, which is fantastic, and Hori Mia, which is also fantastic. Uh, some new streamings uh, available for High Dive, Lock, and Superman anime film, which is going to be released on February 22nd to U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Uh, Crunchyroll has picked up Vlad Vad- Love, Sells at Work, Sells at Work, Code Black. Original Mobile Suit Gundam series, Onihei TV and prequel OVA, Sister Princess, uh, Tetsuji 28, Voltez 5, Tales of Fantasia, Mehoraba Stelvia, and Retro Crust has picked up City Hunter 2391, uh, The Wonderful Wizard of Oz, The Wonderful Adventures of Niles, uh, Jubei Chan 2, and Ghost Stories, which probably will include that crazy dub. I just 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 to give you heads up that slow life in another world I wish is absolutely hilarious sounding. Uh, yep. Itsuki wants a easy isekai life um, far far away from being a salary man. Um, the beautiful goddess sends him into the uh, fantasy world, and gives him an opportunity to choose his own uh, ability. He makes uh, uh, a choice that he won't ever have to work again, um, but it's not that easy seems that pocket change won't do him much good when fighting against giant bucks. <laughs> That's great. China bucks? Giant bugs. 
Oh, giant bugs. I was like, China bugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he still has to work hard because he has to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the other the other bit of news, uh, the final bit of news that I kind of pushed off to the end of the episode because I think it's going to be a little more involved to talk about is uh, the changes happening or possible changes happening in Japan regarding cosplay regulations. Uh, we had Mary uh, Mary Ketchum on Twitter and asked me about it. I am making a video and I should have the video posted here soon as, uh, soon as well, kind of elaborating more on my thoughts. But I do want to get Chris's thoughts on it. Have you heard anything on this, Chris? Never heard about it, but I have quite a bit of a thought about it. That's for sure. <laughs> you haven't heard about it, but you have thoughts about it? <laughs> yeah, because I read this and I was like, ooh, that is an interesting concept. Um, because that that definitely goes into a conflict between basically two different... Um, Two different concepts that are hitting at the same idea. Um, the The problem is, is that whose whose property rights uh, outweighs whose property rights? Um, because in theory, well, the, for, those for those who don't know what's going on, essentially the Japanese government is in talks with both co the top cosplayers and copyright holders. Because they believe the current laws or regulations surrounding the use of copyright holders' properties as cosplay and making lots of money, uh, the ideas around that is kind of muddy. The regulations around that's muddy. And so I believe they're kind of trying to cut ahead of the line as cosplayers are making more money and co cos uh, copyright holders are questioning them being able to make money off of their properties to create regulations going forward. So please continue. Yeah, it, and, and that and that that gets down to the basically the the crux of it is who's who who owns um, the labor at that point because the intellectual property, which is true, I the, the it, they do have the intellectual property. Um, however, the the cosplayer is basically recreating theirs so yes in theory they should have uh they should get the at least a cut of it because it is the original creator's um concept it without the original creator the cosplayer would not be making money however yeah. the cosplayer is technically recreating something they are creating something and that that that's that's the thing that a lot of people are missing in this entire gist is they are technically creating something now where it gets murky and blurry is when does the when does it become the cosplayers when does the property become the cosplayer that's that's where because you get the same issue with fan uh fan uh dojinshis right currently that are allowed in japan yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you get you got the dojinshis and that was, you've got that the... was arguments that i've seen from uh, several people in discussing this was the, the the dojinshi idea comes up really quickly that's their argument m in most cases but technically with the dojinshi thing it's something that is allowed it not necessarily that it 
it, there's a law that protects dodenshis. And so maybe that's them possibly trying to apply something to that to where it's protected. But I, my argument went more in the route of things like fair use, which I don't know that necessarily Japan has any kind of protections on that because I know they do avoid a lot of... Uh, they have really weird ways of handling parodies in Japan. And the way that they sometimes act around it, it's kind of like tongue-in-cheek laugh at the idea of parodying something. So I'm not really sure. I'm not like fully versed in that kind of aspects of it. But my my fear was more in the idea that technically right now... It's hard to say that cosplay. There was a lot of outrage around this announcement. Like when people were translating this news article and, and posting it, there was some groups that were posting the news about this in a way that says Japan's coming after cosplayers, while other groups like Crunchyroll were coming out and saying, "No, look, they're trying to protect cosplayers." And so it was really funny how people were reporting this news in totally different ways. But the way that I came out from it in the end, when I read a couple of them, is you got to take it in consideration that there's no protections on cosplayers whatsoever. They currently can be sued by copyright holders. Not saying it will work, not saying that a court won't throw it out, but they currently can be sued by a copyright holder. And this seems to be them trying to create regulations around it. But in the end, in my argument about this whole situation, I come out on the, on the side that I think cosplayers are going to get ripped in the end. Because think about it, if you have if you have cosplayers and copyright holders in the same room, they're like, okay, we're, we're talking about regulations. We need to set up regulations between you two. You two, you two, we need to coexist. What do you want? Cosplayers gonna be like, I just want to be able to use the cosplay and be able to make money. That's how I make my living. What does a copyright and, and, holder say? Uh, sure, go ahead. No, the copyright holder is gonna say, uh, yeah, sure, that's fine. Just uh, as long as you pay royalties. I mean, there's no and, gain and, and to the copyright holder unless it's money. Because yeah, they, they don't see free advertisement. Well, some companies do. And I, th- I think a lot of companies are probably going to say, whatever, use my cosplay. I don't care. But there's going to be some companies that are like, no, I, make, I, want th- I want that money. And, and to be very, very clear, okay, where I come down on the argument is I don't believe that any, any monopoly should exist, period. I, and that, that, it, that go, extends in the most extreme form of you – you own your your IP, fine. But anything done outside of that, as long as it's provable that they are doing it of their own, in their own way, shape, or form, it. And I, I know that this this opens up a can of worms that will will cause a lot of. It can cause a lot of um, controversy in every way, shape, or form because um, it it's disrespecting their 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 right to have an intellectual property. If you want to, I, and, and I, I'm, I would be so, so apt to say, create your own thing, period. Um, it, but you're, you're, if you don't, if you don't respect that, that idea, you, you might as well get rid of fan fiction. You might, like Andrew was talking about earlier, the dodinchis, um, cosplays, uh, stickers. I, I despise having the, the concept of, not being able as a graphics artist having to alter a freaking artwork just to to uh skirt around the copyright um thing i despise that in every way shape or form um because we we have we're we're near a college town here and 
this particular college town, they, they're absolutely fanatics about that college. And so they want to have um, everything done up in that particular college's um, stuff. Oh, my gosh. But you can't <laughs> do that, that without – yeah, you can't do that without first having permission from it. And you have to pay a god-awful, absorbent amount to that college to get permission to use their logo. This is the, and this is the funny thing that I ran into. I, I recorded my video talking about this subject five times. And it was funny because the first time I recorded it is completely different than how I recorded it the last time. Because in the first one, I'm like, you know, and I was, and again, I was thinking of, I was taking it in the perspective of somebody who does content like YouTube and, and podcasting about anime reviewing and fair use. And when I recorded the first time, because they're, they're talking about this database that co- this is a this is a possible idea that they had, a database that cosplayers can go to this database get contact information to contact the copyright holder, which I think is absolutely stupid because think about the thousands of people are going to hit these companies and they're not going to want to deal with that communication unless they're getting paid. And my initial thoughts was like, man, I would love if like I go to do a review for promise Neverland and I can go, okay, boop, boop, boop. Oh, it's Sony. I contact Sony and go, Hey Sony, I'm going to do a review on promise Neverland. I'm going to use some of your footage. Please give me permission. And they go, yeah, yeah, sure. Here's your permission card. I get that card. I slap it on YouTube and I say, great. I'm going to do, I'm going to put footage in there of Promise Neverland as I re- do my review. And I'm like, I would love that. I would, I would just love this idea of a way of contacting these people. I mean, make a, make a freaking like a shop out of it and you add license to Promise Neverland to cart, check out, pay whatever you need. To, and I, I, I didn't realize until after I finished recording, I'm like, wait. I just agreed just for – because in my mind I had the idea of simplicity and accessibility, I agreed to paying for fair use. I kicked myself and immediately deleted that recording. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's the, that was the same thought that I had. It's like – so they're saying if you if you don't make money from cosplay, they're saying they're, – they're already kind of mentioning – don't worry about it. This is specifically people that are making money doing cosplay. I mean, they had people on on some of these articles that were getting paid close to th- six figures a month cosplaying. So you do have there is a side of me that's like that does feel wrong. If I ha- if I had created something that was popular enough that somebody said, "Hey, I'm going to cosplay you," I would go that's amazing. Please cosplay my character. That that makes that's that means the world to me. That's a celebration of the fandom. But then you but there's another side of me that's like, but what if one per what if I look out the window and I see a person out there cosplaying as my character and they're walking around with six figures in their pocket per month because they're cosplaying as my character. Now there's the argument to be made and I fully agree a lot of people come for the cosplayer not the cosplay. And, that, and I'm, I, I understand that. There's there's no way these people are making those many figures of, of income unless people love them personally and what they do and their craft and how good they are at what they do. I fully acknowledge that. But there is still a side of me that's like you have to understand that that is somebody else's property and they're going to want some of that money. Somebody's making a fortune from their stuff and they're going to want yeah, some of that, that money. and that's – so when they talk about a and database, the, my mind immediately goes to, one, you're going to have thousands of people hitting that. And two, 
these companies are going to want money. And so I can figure this database is going to turn into a shopping cart. And then they're going to have to pay for these things, which is unfortunate. Yeah, and that's and that's what I was saying is it, it, it once you get into that vastly murky gray area and that's and that's really what this is because oh yeah and that's and this is this is why it's such a in in a way it's a it's a really fun con, uh discussion is because of the fact that you're literally talking about whose property rights uh overwrite whose because literally and that's why I say the best way to get around it make your own thing I, I I hate to say it that way, um, but it's hard to be discovered yeah, and it's know. hard to get attention when you're not something that somebody exactly. immediately recognizes. If you go into a cosplay area and you see a bunch of people, the first thing that's going to grab your eye is that character that you recognize and you're immediately drawn to it. Now, granted, yeah, if you see somebody that looks like, you're probably going to ask, what, what character is that? That looks amazing, what you made. And they're like, well, I just made it myself. Well, that's amazing. But you had to get that you had to get that question first. And I can totally see that's an issue for a cosplayer because they're like, again, yeah. they're, they're wanting to celebrate what they love at the same time as again, making money. And that's exactly what we're, we're trying to do is, is make money while you're doing something that you love. But the unfortunate thing is that we're doing it in the fandom that exists in somebody else's property. Well, and, and, the, and the sad thing is, the sad thing is, is, um, there's, there's only really two routes for this is, one, you corporatize the cosplay, and that I don't think is really a good idea, or you get rid of cosplay altogether, and I don't think that's a good idea either. I'm, so just, I'm just curious. You, you the, take your pick. Because they're saying they're coming to they're, – they're going to put together something to present next month. I'm really curious what that's going to look like because if it doesn't look good to the cosplayers, there's going to be – I, I am very curious how the fandom is going to handle it. It, it, and it's I gonna, think it's it, gonna, and I think that they understand that because this is supposed to be a part of this cool Japan idea, and a lot of people are trying to paint this as they want to protect the cosplayers. And if that is true, if they are, if this is a true translation, and they are honestly looking out for the cosplayers, it's fine. But like I said, once you get those copyright holders at the table. They're going to want something. You're not going to – you don't bring the copyright holders to the table unless they are going to be getting something. And you can't just force them to answer yes or no. Why would you have a database if, 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 if it's allowed? Because they're, they have to either make money or they have to approve of what, you're co- of what you make that cosplay. And that's too much effort, too much cost. They're going to want money. Yeah, they, what 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 as as far as I can see, they're going to do with the logos. They're going to do the logos. Is really what they're going to do. They're going to corporatize it, sell you. You get uh, you pay this much money. You get uh, access to all this, like you were saying. Um, and then and then what it's going to do is ultimately it's going to kill the fan the fan cosplays. It's pretty well, really it's what gonna, it's going to do. It's not going to kill the fan. It. It's, it won't again if they are. If they are true how they're saying this, it won't hurt the fan ones that are just doing it out of fandom. It's going to hurt the ones that want to make it a living, which I think is equally as bad because I think I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to do something that you love and make a living doing it. If you have a Patreon that has your cosplay on it, it's going to hurt you. If you have an OnlyFans and you have cosplay on it, it's going to hurt you. If you are, are like, again, one of these people that have like 
tons of outings and, and conventions that hire you, it's going to hurt you. And that's that's the troubling thing. Because I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with being a fan and hopefully finding your niche that you can make money doing it. Because then it makes it to where you can focus on it. You can dedicate to it. And that's that's the troubling thing. Uh, yeah, I would. I am totally jealous of being able to to dress up and go to all these cons and make you know nearly six figures a month doing it. But I know that they put a huge amount of love and and, and effort into building what they build, handcrafted outfits that would take weeks upon weeks to make. And that's that's a, that's a sad thing. It's like, and you and it was it's to your point that you made earlier. So I sit down, I have all this fabric, and I spend weeks laboring over this fabric to make the perfect personification of an outfit of a character in a show. And then I go out there, and I go to all these cons. I I fly out to locations, drive out to locations, go to all these cons, stand up in front of people over and over again, and then I have to take 25% of that and give it to the company. They did nothing but create the design. But again, it's, it goes that question of who owns it. Oh, the more I think about it, the more I'm depressed. And that, and that's what I was saying is it, the, the, the only way around it is you create your own thing. And I hate to say it that way. And, and yeah, and yeah, it, you go into the other issue of, okay, at what point I, you can't you can't always go that route because eventually the, the several worlds will co- collide at some point. You you can't you can't always go that way. Well, and, there's, and there's a problem that you 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 create something of your own and then somebody says, "Well, it looks kind of like mine," and you didn't pay me for it. And that's and that's why I say is ultimately you can't get around the issue of um. The monopoly. That's why I say... If you go out there and you're dressed up in a cosplay as a schoolgirl, which company gets the money? <laughs> which which slice of life drama is going to get the money? <laughs> yeah. It, 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 you can't... It, at, at some point... That's that's why... I mean, I, I remember um, that there was the issue of... Um, fan games back in the back in the day of using using the images in the games or or like i was talking about me being a graphics artist i had me having to tweak a um a, a logo or a character from big franchises that people the customers really wanted and they're not going to wait for me to pay several hundred dollars and they're not going to pay me several hundred dollars so that they could have that particular artwork. They'll just go to the, the next, uh, they'll find sign a sign shop a, down the road. Yeah. They'll find a, yeah. They'll either find somebody that will, will, will risk it or they'll find a Chinese vinyl creator to do it yeah. for them. And the, 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 so the, these companies would put us in these absolutely impossible situations where they could technically sue us for God awful amounts of money for a, two dollar sticker that i made for so and so and i made 25 cents off of that sticker i either lose the 25 cents to the guy down the street which is probably what i would end up doing if it was a cheapo sticker like that but the point is is that i lost tech i technically lost money because of their absorbent amount and 
I wasn't willing to be sued by their absorbent amount, period. And that this is this is the issue that we're going to end up in if if people don't if 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 these these big companies you get more um, fan um, what, what did what did we call it at at, uh, at some point goodwill you you get you get more goodwill from your customers for allowing that and that was a thing that that um, companies would do yes you technically lose. 25 cents in the grand scheme of things or $500 because somebody made 25 cents off of a sticker. You don't have to pay the lawyer fees. So you're technically saving that money. But when it comes down to it, at what point does your, I get it. So-and-so is making $600,000 off of your picture per se. Um, but when it comes down to it, is it really worth the, I guess in that situation, yeah, you probably, it probably is worth it, but it's, it, you're getting, like I said, it's, in, you're in the gray area and it, I, well, it kind of runs into the issue of like the, the video game conundrum for, uh, YouTube as well. Like the idea that like Nintendo started going after people that were making videos on their games saying that, cause they're, they're probably their older members of their company didn't understand YouTube. And so they're like, Oh, well these people are making money on YouTube playing our video game. And they're, they're, they're making it to where people don't buy our video game. But then there was this other side. that's like, no, look, you have somebody play your game. It's free advertisement. It's free advertisement. If you have somebody Twitch stream your game and they're, they're popular enough, you sold hundreds of thousands of copies. That's what happened to fall guys. I've technically or not fall guys. I've technically, um, well, it didn't technically happen to fall guys, but among us, that game was out for a year, I've, and finally some some big streamer streamed it, and boom, they sold hundreds of thousands. And they sold, they got so popular that one of the top video games of last year was the mobile port of it that nobody played. Just by name alone, it won. I I technically have bought three or four games, several games from watching YouTube videos, right. So I mean, and they don't understand that it's free advertisement, and that's the same as a cosplayer. It's free advertisement. Well, that's amazing looking character. What character is that? Oh, it's this character from Demon Slayer. Oh, I'm gonna go watch that show. It's that easy. I've I've seen cosplay, and it had me question that. It's the same as when we were talking about with like the OPs and EDs. Sometimes I hear a song that makes me want to listen to it or watch a show. It's free free advertisement. So not really music's not free advertisement, but (laughs) for them, cosplay is. Is that it? Have we talked that? If have we talked that to death? Are we ready to go into our community? Yeah, probably. Answer a few questions from our community members before you we sign you off. You don't want to. You don't want to advertise for Final Fantasy. Uh, I was just going to ask if you've seen the 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 announcement for it. No, I didn't see it. I just watched the 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 clip here a second ago. Yeah, Did they it, they we, announced uh, Gundam. Uh, uh, what do they call those? The funnels. <laughs> Sage class. I, oh, is I that was, what that is? It was great. They had they had the the uh, the live stream where they had uh, Yoshi P up there and he's talking about N Walker and then they show off the Sage and it has all these like floating laser shooters and then like right after that announcement like they had them reading off some comments and then one of the guys like 
Yeah, there's a lot of comments regarding uh, the similarity to Gundam. And then he had this shirt on that said, no comment. And he goes, no comment. And he points at his t-shirt, no comment. <laughs> Completely <laughs> original character des- or class. Completely original weapons. It's like you guys know what you were walking into with that. That's why he probably wore that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Is that a, you think that's going to be a blue mage thing? It's a sage class. It's a healer. It makes so no sense to me, but I knew I knew that I knew that we were due for a new healer. So yeah, I, I was just hoping it'd be like the chemist alchemist character from Tactics, but apparently it's Sage, which it seems like a lot of theming for this Inwalker expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen is gonna be Final Fantasy four, and so a lot of the a lot of the kind of aspects of it, like the whole. You were Dark Knight in Shadowbringers, and now they show the shot of the Paladin on the moon. They go, you we're going to the moon. The Sage was the last is the last class in that that in that game, Final Fantasy two U.S. version. The Sage is the last class in that game that has not been in Final Fantasy fourteen. And we have a Kefka. <laughs> a Kefka. He looks kind of like it looks kind of like he was like a Kefka. There's a there's a long haired guy in the in the video towards the end. Oh, I mean, no, not exactly like Kefka, but he, I get Kefka vibes off of him. Oh yeah, he's they. I forget. I, don't, I can't remember his name for some reason. Uh, but I'm I'm tired of him. They really need to get rid of him out of the the story. He's been killed already once, and they just keep bringing him back. And I am. He's. I don't like him as a character. I think he's a bad villain, and I, I don't know why they're keeping him around. I honestly don't. I mean, he's been, he's been around since Heaven's Ward, I think. I think that's when they introduced him was Heaven's yeah, Ward. He, so he's, he's been here an entire he, expansion and a half. I've probably bumped into him, and I just don't remember him. Yeah. I don't know. That, I think, he I looks think like rid of him. he looks like he could be one of the guys from the um, from Heaven's Ward. So I guess yeah, it's possible. Yeah, that's the kind of elfish uh, elfish guys in 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 the Foundation Town or whatever it's called. Yeah the the other thing they kind of mentioned in another stream is that they're going to bring in uh, islands. You get your own personal island to farm on, and so I immediately thought of the the what do they call them in World of Warcraft the the domains in World of Warcraft, I forget the name mm-hmm. of them. But I'm like, I'm hoping they're not yeah, that I think stupid I simple. And I, and I think they will be, because otherwise the server... Because the only reason they can't have more plots for houses is because it takes a lot of server space. So the only way I can see people having personal islands is if it's reusing a lot of assets amongst all of them and have very simple mechanics within each one of them that don't require much server space. And so I'm curious if, that's, if they're even have much in them, but we'll see. I don't know. I, I, I'm really honestly am curious how they can top Shadowbringers. I, I, in, in Walker's got to blow me away because Shadowbringers was easily probably the, it's easily the best one. Probably, it probably is my, the best storytelling in video games I've ever, I've ever went through. It was, it was absolutely amazing. So I don't know how they can top that. 
I am I am kind of frustrated that I'm already we're we're already looking at the next expansion and I haven't I di- I didn't do much of this expansion at all. It's like only like what six months away, and Walker is. You ain't got much time <laughs> if you're wanting to get caught up at all. Well, I did I did get get through Samurai or whatever the Samurai version was pretty quick, but I actually was kind of engaged at that time, so. And that's funny because that was probably the weakest out of all of them for me. I mean, that was. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, though, it, Shadowbringer is easily, easily the best. Why can't I remember his? Well, I technically, name? I'm get. I I got I got the impression that I didn't quite get to the really amazing stuff that everybody went nuts over. There was something about the I, I want to say that I, I was excited about the whole um, having my own party and I was excited about that. I got the party and the party sucked and I got mad and turned it off. <laughs> I haven't touched it since. <laughs> Just got mad and turned it off. That sounds like Chris in video games anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they got another stream coming up here soon. I'm hoping they get more information. We still got another class, which they've already revealed is going to be a physical DPS. So, yeah. No more, no more we're casters. Getting another, we're getting another DPS too, huh? Yep. Yep. Not another tank. Sorry. Woo-hoo. Got plenty of tanks. <laughs> no. Yeah, they. I. I didn't. I didn't figure I was going to get another tank. Seeing as how the last expansion literally gave me one there, so yeah, it, it'll be it'll be five five expansions before I get my next one. No, just one more, just one more, which will be in what twenty twenty five. It took me that. It took me this long to get one. Get another one. So yeah, it's, I seem to be getting a tank every other uh, expansion. So I guess that's all right. Yeah, you still had Dark Knight before that. Yeah. I All forgot right. about Dark Knight. We should probably get into some questions so we actually get some questions done. I was trying to jump into it earlier, but you wanted to talk about Final Fantasy, so here you go. I got Final Fantasy talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just helping you out. Tripless writes in. Like I said, as usual, you can go to otakuspirit.com at the top there. You can go to the forums, go to the anime, question, uh, anime cast question thread to post your question, or you can send it to us on the contact us button at otakuspirit.com. Tweet it to me at Otaku Spirited. Email it at andreatakuspirit.com. There's plenty of ways to contact us. Uh, like Troopless did, says, uh, Hi guys, reasonably new to the podcast and gotta say I never really cared for podcasts till I started listening to you guys at work, so I think you are very well-spoken and entertaining. That first part's a lie. I mumble and suck at reading synopsis. <laughs> Anyways, my question is, what are the specs of your PCs? I heard you have a good components in Waifu Impact cast, and I like seeing who uh, who has what. Sorry to, for the long question feedback, and I hope you guys uh, hope to use the forum soon under the same name. Keep up the great work. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Where's my keyboard? My dog just Technic- dropped. Technically, mine is a uh, is is a refurb, so. I have a Intel i5 3.2 gigahertz with 12, 12 gigabytes of RAM and running a 64-bit uh, Windows 7 that keeps complaining about <laughs> being out of date. <laughs> yeah, they dropped that. What was that, last year? 
Yeah, they, it just blows me wh- away. I'm like, wait, wait, everything. they're already dropping Windows Seven, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, I got an AMD. I like Ryzen. Windows Seven personally, so I I absolutely despise uh, Windows Ten. I despise it, and every but then again, I I it took me forever to get past what was it Windows two thousand into XP. <laughs> no, as funny as uh, like I said, I got to play in Ultima Online again, and. Uh, I got like an old Ultima Online. Uh, you remember like U Assist, where it would like help you with macros and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. The U Assist course costs money, so I'm like, I don't even remember what my key was, and I don't want to pay again, so I didn't want to do that. I got Razor U instead, and what it does is, of course, it re- it has you relaunch the UO client from the app, so I could put like the information on the t- the title bar of the of the the client and everything. And what does the X button and and, and uh, minimize button and everything look like? <laughs> like freaking Vista. <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh, what is this close button? It looks like Vista. But yeah. Um, yeah, AMD Ryzen 7 is what I got. A uh, 2700X. Uh, 16 gigabytes of RAM. The GPU. Oh my gosh, I forgot what my GPU was. I technically built it a while back. Uh, RTX 2070. No, I don't have one of those n- new amazing graphics cars that cost a fortune and you have to wait in line to get it. <laughs> I don't know. The new ones are the new ones sound really good. Like the cheap end ones are really good, but I never did get around to throwing in a buy for it. So it'll probably be way over expensive now. But yeah, it's a good rig. It handles everything that I want to handle. That's usually how I build them. Is just to. I always kind of take the previous gens high ends and whenever I build the so. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I w- I did before I uh got stuck in the refurb section, so. And yeah, currently you're listening to me recording on an iMac, a 2000 and uh, was it 2011? And it's still freaking amazing. One yeah, of these you, one of these days I'll update it. For a while. And I started having fan problems, so I, I need to open it up and see what's going on. Plus, that aux jack is so messed up. <laughs> it's been through a lot of recordings. I mean, literally, I think every single recording we've done for this podcast has been done on this thing. So it's it's no, a trooper. We, we've we've had a few that has been done on your uh, iPad or not your iPad, your MacBook. Yeah, generally when the aux port got broken. <laughs> We had a couple of backups on that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So yeah, that's 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 what we have. I hope you hope you enjoy. <laughs> Thanks, Troopless, for the question, and hope you enjoy the forums. Blue Spark says, "I'm aware that you guys are pretty much uh, uh, are pretty much perpetu- uh, per- perpetually booked at out as far as it comes to anime watching schedule goes, which leaves very little time to rewatch shows you've already re- seen." Nevertheless, are you are there any series you have rewatched in recent years, and not just because you're obligated to like reviews and stuff? Dang it, <laughs> I almost had a I had an answer, but because you wanted to, uh, what would you say are the main criteria that make an anime particularly rewatchable for you personally? <sighs> Entertainment value, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I think, um, sadly, I, I know you're watching Log Horizons, but I think, sadly, mine's probably Spice and Wolf. 
Oh no, and, yeah, and, and I, Shin Sakaiori for the New World. Technically, uh, it, because it, I you, you you put that weird caveat of not rewatching because of uh, uh, review purposes. Technically, uh, Fairy Tale was for review purposes, but I really did want to watch it again. No, he um, means by so, review purposes like we got you know the Galaxy Angel Girls stuff and things that we actually have oh. obligated like we're obligated because the review copy because i i log horizon is another one is is another one that, yeah you're you're right i i wanted to watch that i i i didn't have to technically i could have clicked on the section that um um i wanted to uh catch up on and i could have saved myself a whole bunch of time but i literally want to rewatch uh, log horizon so i've started from from the beginning on that one yeah and i don't see that um, i don't see that necessarily as an obligation like if i if if there's a new if there's like and that that's a lot of the cases of it too which unfortunately it gets slipped to the crack even still is there's a lot of cases where there's a new series coming up in a season and it's a new season of it and so you want to go back and watch the previous stuff and that that's definitely a driving force a lot of it and i don't see it as obligation more is I want to. I this is a series I've been wanting to watch, and now this gives me a reason to actually do it. And that, that's the, that's the case definitely with Lock Horizon. Hoping I can eventually get to that point, but it is one that I want to go back and watch just so I can get caught up onto it for the new stuff to be in the conversation for it rather than be stuck behind still. Yeah, it's like it's like technically I wanted to do that with um, uh, uh, irregular magic high and i technically probably still will we'll see what happens on that one yeah good luck there. is that still going isn't it uh i believe there's a spin-off manga that's coming up here soon to be adapted but the show the main series show is currently doesn't have it, anything it, new. it keeps popping up so either either they're dubbing it or it's it's gotta um, be dubbed still going yeah it's probably dubbed because i think that was only a 12 episode season but no, I, I that's 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 I think that's the only ones I can think of is just really the Spice and Wolf from the New World. Um, there was a time which we yeah you're you're completely right on the idea of being booked up, and that's the unfortunate thing because there's back when we didn't have like forty some shows a season, <laughs> we actually had time to watch stuff on the side, which was really fantastic. We just don't really have that anymore. Just kind of spoiled us a little bit, and so now it's like I I, I don't know how how it's kind of hard to get back into the rhythm of of doing it, especially now that I don't have Andrew hovering over my shoulder. We need we to watch, watch this. shows, we watch Chris. This. We need to watch this. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about Spider earlier, and he's like, "Well, I haven't watched it yet." I'm like, wow, I thought Spider of all of them that would be one that you'd be on top of. But... No, I I took a week off uh-huh. and, because things were things were a little uh-huh. bit crazy, and then. And that uh-huh. week turned into two weeks because of internet mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. Hey, polar vortex! I have excuse. <laughs> Leave me alone. Polar vortex. <laughs> Thanks, Blue Spark, as always, for the great question and for your continued support of us and our efforts here. Bacon chips pops in says isn't it he, is isn't I. He, bacon chips isn't he from the yeah, secretly he's from, from the, the dark, dark web. web? Don't tell anyone. Crap! I just read that part. I'll make sure that I, I'll make sure that when I'm actually editing this podcast that I delete that do the, part. Do the, do the side. No, no, no. Just put a new side in there. 
uh, yeah, I'll put a Udasai in there. Definitely. I will not forget. Trust me. This whole thing right here where I'm telling you about this is not even going to be you, in it. But I'm just saying it anyways. You, so you, I know you're, you're gonna, when you're I gonna... edit this not to miss this part where I told myself to make sure I delete that part. Yeah, make sure that you aim it right, too. So don't don't put it before that part and don't put it right after that part. Definitely not right, top like that right now. That would be terrible <laughs> if I had an Udasai like right here instead of over there. Uh, but yeah, this is this is my question once again, says Bacon Chips. If a producer gave you an unlimited budget to unlimited budget work, so a foodable from Typhoon, uh, Typhoon probably, uh, to make your own original anime 12 episode series, what would it be about? Here is a plot summary of mine if you feel like reading it. Uh, and I don't, I don't, so we'll just skip it. Okay, I'll read it. Uh, is like how you guys uh, do with certain mangas getting released. 30 years old, Henry Dillman was a successful businessman, but one day he found a body pillow inside the men's restroom at his job. This sounds like a hint. I don't know if I want to read this. <laughs> after waiting several hours I, for hey, every I'm, I'm on board so far <laughs> after waiting several hours for everyone to leave he brings it home to find out it's no ordinary body pillow the body pillow transforms into a beautiful I've seen this one before I'm sorry <laughs> turns into a beautiful woman but as perfect as it sounds there's always has to be a catch the woman convinces Henry to kiss him and when he does, he turns into the button. No, that wasn't in the that wasn't in the one I watched. <laughs> How will Henry get his life back? He just has to go into a Obviously women's restroom go, and have a woman pick into him a up. Women's ra- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just ask her, please put me in the women's restroom so that I can have the same thing happen. Yeah, I was I was pretty much uh, I, I th- I'm almost positive I've watched that hentai. And then, and then you got to the part where it switched. I, it's very possible I've seen that. I, I'm not sure. You didn't have to. You didn't have to admit that it was a hentai. I mean, I said that I seen something like that, and <laughs> you have to say it was a hentai. It's like no, it wasn't. It was. It was a great story. It was definitely not a hentai because I don't watch hentais, right? Right. Gotcha. Right. 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 <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I. I think I think the thing that I always kind of jump to is wanting anime of like certain sports shows that you never see, but cause like I I wanted for a long time to get like a um, gymnastics show, and I know there's there's one coming here soon, so technically there's something that's going to get an adaptation as well is a more gymnastic story, because one of my favorite sports to watch during the Olympics is definitely gymnastics. I think. The, the stuff they do is absolutely masterful and beautiful. And to get, like, a really solid, like, slice-of-life story about a gymnastics team would be would be fantastic. Uh, I would I, – I naturally, I would probably say my my book that I've, I've written so far, I, I would love to see that get adopted. But I'm not going to give you my synopsis. You're going to have to read it on your own by, by going to the, to the forums. <laughs> You have to buy it on Amazon, only ninety ninety five. <laughs> yeah, I, I I do plan on getting it published at some point, but we'll see what happens. Now, Chris made fun of me at some point where I'd I'd mentioned that I'd in order to get myself to go to sleep, sometimes I'll I'll think of a story, but they they always end up being kind of parallels to certain kind of uh, like currently one that I have is where a guy wakes up on a on a roof somewhere and he's he encounters somebody that 
questions what he's doing there, and he ends up fight. He, he he's kind of his, an amnesiac character, where he doesn't know where he came from, he doesn't know where he's at, and he starts getting like attacked by different groups, and come to find out he's apparently like somebody that's like a almost like a demon lord from a, another parallel world that destroyed that world. And then while he was destroying that world, he was uh, his powers opened up a portal to a parallel world, and the world that he's destroying so, figures out a way in order to attack him and injures him so bad that he falls through his own portal into this parallel world. And so you're Isekai in an Isekai. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> guess like I, I, I mean it's, it's not like I'm establishing <laughs> like what the setup is in each world, but yeah, it's kind of like they're both modern like setting, except that the one that's being destroyed is a little bit more advanced in our current times. And like I said, they found a way of being able to harm him, not kill him, but harm him pretty bad enough that he loses his memory as he falls through this other parallel world. And they track him through that same portal to come finish him off so that he doesn't destroy this other parallel world. And so now he's trying to figure out why they're trying to kill him. And I, I thought it would, it, it's interesting, the idea of of, of imagining a, a main character who is technically stainless, but has a past that they're not aware of where they are, you know, a horrific monster kind of thing. So revealing that would be pretty cool. I don't know. That's that's my current one that I'm kind of playing out in my head as I try to sleep. It's it's a really nice way of kind of getting to sleep because you don't I don't get too advanced with the storytelling. It's just enough that it keeps my mind busy so I'm not thinking about other things that I'm trying to you know stress over or figure out. So Yeah, there's my reverse set guy overpowered main character storytelling. <laughs> uh one more. Michael and I technically and I technically try to make my brain uh, be quiet. Michael <laughs> Sifuentes, I hope I'm saying that right. I'm probably butchering that name. Says, "Hey guys, love the Sony anime takeover episode. I have a question about this issue. Is any anything confirmed that Sony is going to merge Funimation with Crunchyroll, or are they going to leave it as is to compete against each other?" That's something to keep in eye on. Also, I have Funimation subscription, which I watch on a tablet. I would like to know if uh, what that would happen if those of us that use the app on mobile platforms, uh, in the end, uh, we would have to see if Sony, if they get, uh, if they get Crunchyroll, does it does with either. Oh, with the app, uh, either merge or leave as is. Nice content. Keep up the great work. Thank you. Um, yeah, they they've already pretty much. They've done the usual corporate stuff where when they first buy and things are being kind of finalized, all they really say is everything is staying as is. Don't worry about it. My thought is that since now the, the thing was for a while there, we were really kind of going, well, we'll just have to wait to see what happens. They could leave both up. Um, Crunchyroll could absorb Funimation, vice versa. But I think the moment that we had Funimation be the ones, not Sony, they had Funimation come out and be the ones that announced that the 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 purchase has been made and that Funimation themselves as a company is buying Crunchyroll as a company. That's where it turned from 
anything can happen to, yeah, that's pretty obvious that Funimation will absorb Country Roll. That, that solidified it. The fact that Funimation, not Sony, said that they bought it. So I don't like that just because I, I think Crunchyroll as a brand is definitely bigger. I mean, when's the last time you heard Funimation say, hey, we have this many subs? No, it's Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll saying, hey, we have 3 million. Hey, we have 4 million. Crunchyroll, I think... Now, I think for the the non you know anime enthusiastic person that watches seasonal anime all the time i think funimation is a more recognizable brand because they've been around with dragon ball for so long but i think for the anime fan crunch i think crunchyroll has a much more powerful name and in the end it doesn't matter because they're both going to be run by the same people it's just going to be a branding thing but i hope they fire roberts because she sucks at fixing apps Your thoughts? You're mean. <laughs> uh, I've given her it, plenty of yeah, time. It's, we 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 it, it's it's since since they came out. I mean, obviously, this was before the the we actually started seeing how everything was going to shake out, and now we're kind of feeling it. it Funimation's pretty much snatching everything up, and Crunchyroll's pretty much out there in the wings. I think that. Um, all you're seeing that's coming up on Crunchyroll right now is the leftover contracts. Yeah, yeah, it's already uh, established co- uh, contracts that have already been made, and eventually you're going to see Crunchyroll go away. I, I like I said, the app is just not even is not even working right now for me right now. Um, I it's still working on my iPad, um, so. It, but yeah, I've I've always loved Crunchyroll. I've always liked Crunchyroll. Was technically my first quote unquote subscription for anime. Um, to give y'all an an idea of how long I've been around with Crunchyroll, I've been there since before they went legit. I've I loved was there Crunchyroll before it was cool. Yeah, before it was cool. Um, that's it, it. It it in some some respects it does hurt to actually see them go um in which i yeah i do believe that they are they're going to slowly fade out there you're eventually you're going to see a funimation crunchy roll you're going to be a see a, a revamp of the whole funny roll or crunchy nation thing for a little while that joke's going to kind of uh, resurface and then eventually crunchy roll is going to start fading into the background and that's I hate to say it, but that's what's going to ha- end up happening. Well, that- uh, is it going to be a ten-year thing? I don't know. Don't don't even ask me how long it's going to take before Crunchyroll completely fades out. But it's going to eventually happen. I, I will say that Crunchyroll will stay around as long as the licenses are there, because there's because yeah. whatever Crunchyroll, in, if you look at Crunchyroll's catalog, every single item in their list, every anime that is on there, every season of every anime title has a a license to it. And they are licensed to be allowed to keep it up there for that set time. And like I've mentioned before, most of these licenses sp- specifically state what site... Every license specifically lists what site, what platform they can be on. So it's not like the moment that it's official, Funimation can go, okay... Copy paste entire catalog, shut down Crunchyroll. No, a lot of these licenses will only be allowed to be on Crunchyroll. 
So it's most likely they will leave it up for could be 10 years. Could be 10 years. It just depends on the severity of those titles. Like there could be titles they're like okay, all we have left is this show and nobody cares about that show to shut it down. But I think for until yeah, a lot of that... the, until a majority of those licenses are expired or they get the companies to agree to allow them to move them over to Funimation, Crunchyroll will exist. They won't be getting new titles, I don't think. I think everything new is going to be on Funimation and they will specifically move to there. Yeah, and that, and that's and that and that's what I was saying. Is yeah, it, like I said, it could be a ten year span before this happens, but it, Crunchyroll will slowly fade into the background. Yeah, and, and that's really kind of what I was implying. It, yeah, it, you'll have a kind of like some of these other um, websites that we've seen where maybe one or two shows will be up on there. Like the anime, uh, the anime network is almost a perfect example of it's kind of like a shadow of what it could have been. Um, when, when it was exciting for a little while and then it slowly kind of just faded into the background and then eventually it's like, became I, I have a, yeah, it, it, yeah, it's, so it, it's one of those things. It's like, it's a shame, but that's what's going to end up happening. It, it, eventually all of your names uh, that you've, you've been watching for a long time that are from Crunchyroll will slowly, they'll start. Either they'll go off into their own thing and into right into the sunset, or they'll start popping up with Funimation tags on their on their names. So and that, and that's what you're really going to start seeing happening. Yeah, I had seen it earlier, and I totally forgot about it uh, until you mentioned that. I mean, look at uh, look at Miles. What is real Miles, who is one of the social media guys with Crunchyroll? What is his What is his tag currently? His name on there. I mean, it's still real kilometers as his his actual Twitter handle, but what is his name? Wonder Egg Miles. Where's Wonder Egg Priority? <laughs> Funimation. <laughs> this is a Crunchyroll guy with what used to be a competition uh, title being in his handle, which I fully support him to do that because Wonder Egg Priority is amazing, and so uh, I'm I'm mad that he he beat me to the punch. I could have changed mine to a Wonder Egg Ataki Spirit or something, but. Yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show you. I mean, it's not like they're hiding that aspect. They are the same company technically now, so. Or both on the same company. So, yeah, that's, um, that's our opinion on that. Uh, thanks, Michael, for sending in the, the question. I think that's, uh, I think that's it. We can wrap things up from this point. I got, like, three videos to record before... I wrap things up for the day. So as usual, again, if you guys can support us on YouTube, we have a talk spirit there. It's a channel. Um, you can find the, the links to it in several locations, including the website on the right side there. And I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this discussional podcast episode, talking about the news that seems important to us, which should be important to you because it's important to us. It's important to you. That's important to us. And uh, thanks Chris as always for jumping on here through the power of the internets to talk about anime. Yeah, it's not the same, but it is, it's still working. <laughs> yeah, I can't give you a stink eye when you talk too much about certain things. Okay, Chris. <laughs> okay, Chris. It's, it's enough. It's dead. It's dead, Chris. It's dead, Chris! Stop kidding hey, it! Hey, I, 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 I suck at, at, at learning when the joke is done, so... Yeah. So, definitely join us next time when we have another Discussional Podcast episode where we'll some point apps will be brought up and Chris can complain about Crunchyroll and Funimation apps not working on Roku. 
He just needs to, he needs to move. Fix he, your needs, stuff, he needs to move. Dang it. He needs to move on from the Roku world. He needs to move on from the Roku world. I'm I'm back in the Roku world. What are you talking about? <laughs> I just spent a god awful amount of money on Roku stuff. What are you talking about? It's unfortunate. <laughs> Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed. No, I I it it, it was better than than your Apple TV. Oh, I forgot to mention. So they had a Nintendo Direct, and. <laughs> I was watching somebody that went and checked out the Jap. I usually check out the Japanese direct to see what's on there, anyways. But yeah, they have a Shinchan RPG, and I'm like, I want that. <laughs> it looks so good, like visually, it looks so good. But yeah, apparently, since it wasn't on the the English stream, it's not a good sign that it's gonna. I, I doubt that it would ever bring over a, a Shinchan game. I don't think it's that at all popular in the West. So never know, though. Anyways, sorry. Had to throw that in there. Mm -hmm. Hope you guys enjoyed, and as always, y'all take care. Os! I'll make you look way out, way out, leave it all behind.